river kingdoms, a constantly shifting group of city-states, kingdoms and fiefdoms, rising and falling through the machinations of would-be conquerors, wars, assassinations, games of politics, and dangerous monsters. South of Brevoy sits the Stolen Lands. Stolen from what and when are a matter of some debate. Currently overrun by bandits and monsters. Brevoy seeks to aid in the establishment of new kingdoms, buffer states, run by anyone strong enough and clever enough to carve a kingdom out of the savage wilderness. Caelan Thorne, the mercenary who would be king, believes he is that man. Herein lies his tale of wilderness exploration, monsters, politics, romantic entanglements, ancient gods, and war. Heavy indeed is the head that wears the crown. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Kingmaker, a Paizo Adventure Path. A word to our listeners. This game is often interrupted. Whenever this happens, you'll hear our editor's tone to let you know when a segment of recording has been removed until we resume gaming. Episode 1. You'll notice for the first couple of episodes the quality of our audio is listenable but a little spotty. In particular, it's a little staticky and the volume fades up and down at times. This is a result of us using some of the automatic settings on our recorders. We learn not to do this fairly rapidly. Uh, The quality improves from episode 3 onwards. Meanwhile, the first two episodes are quite listenable, just a little spotty in places. Thanks for listening. So, when last we left you, um, you we had had bandit problems. Yes, you had been out and discovered that um, Hagrolka, the supposed so-called troll king, Ah, was trying to um, perhaps forcibly recruit the soot-scale kobolds to come join join him. They ought to be honest when you're an eighteen foot, when you're an eight foot tall troll, recruiting a go, go, recruiting a four foot tall kobold. There's really no tactful way to do it, particularly considering um, I suspect you've got like eight to diplomacy. Um, so Hagrolka is is up to business. Mm. Um, He's definitely up to no good. And these sorts of kobolds have now joined your kingdom in, a, in an actual formal alliance and become yes. citizens and things. Yes, they've been assigned as citizens. Chief Sootscales has become our new marshal and a fine job he's doing. Um, most recently this month, um, you have had bandit activity raiding your new caravans between here and Mivon. Yeah, we did tell Mivon that the area in between wasn't explored and they said it'd be fine, and it wasn't fine. <laughs> um, you did... I believe eventually hunt the bandits down. Yeah, what what, what happened was because I you failed the check. Stick, failed the stability check, made the loyalty check. I'm pretty certain was the way, or possibly the other way, way around. around. I think you you gunned unrest mm. because you got, got you the, did get onto the bandits because Kersel went in in disguise. Yeah, so, so you didn't get onto them uh, necessarily as fast or as quickly as you could. Or so what happened was a bunch of the citizens have been sold and traders and general people have been sold as slaves. And we got them all back, yep. but the stuff was long gone. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. <laughs> the, like, so people are happy that they rescued the citizen. That we rescued the citizens, but they're kind of upset that we lost all the stuff and that the, we're not as financially well off because I lost a bunch of bill points and yep. had some unrest. And when you are coming back into town, 
I've had two negative bill points of it, events two months in a row, and it's not doing wonders for me economy. You were coming back into town. Um, you, uh, that's right, Lillian alerted you, sorry, it's been a while since we played, mm-hmm. Lillian alerted you that there was a man um, in town square um, pontificating mm-hmm. and soapboxing, essentially, and who was saying some unpleasant things about you and her. Yeah. Um, Saying unpleasant things about her, I didn't remember that part. Grr. Possibly that has that didn't come up. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. he's, he's an unpleasant person. Mm. So, um, and as you go in, you some you see something that you have seen in your vision from overall. Mm. Um, this man, um, he's got a lovely photo here of him with his mouth mm. wide open, fairly plump, um, dressed in sort of purple silks, and I forget what he was leading off precisely with. But something in the ilk of, you know, your king will lead you to ruin and stuff. Will so, you take this from your so called king? Uh, will you take this from your so called king? Mm-hmm. And could you, A, procure dice, you probably want, and B, roll me a knowledge, nobility, and royalty check? Uh, well, I do have it as a skill, that's not quite the role I was looking for. Um, that would be a seven. Okay. So, he, he looks like he's of, um, He's probably got some sort of wealth of some kind because mm. he's got nice clothes and, and silks and things. He's not just dressed in basic peasant's garb. Yeah, but that's about all you can derive from just t- taking a look at him. Yeah, um, and uh, are you? There, there's a moderate-sized crowd of about thirty, forty people standing around listening to him. People will vaguely notice you approaching, but I don't think he, he hasn't actually addressed you directly mm. yet. Um, so you're welcome to hang around and see what he's talking about, march straight through the crowd, bash him over the head, whatever it is you so desire to do well, about this. I'll um, stand. I, I won't make. I won't endeavour to hide. Yep. But I won't march right up and announce myself initially. I'm just going to stand there and listen to what he has to say. Yep. Arms um, folded. <laughs> um. So what will I've been doing today? What What was What's been going on when this happens? Uh, you are currently riding back um, from taking out the bandits, essentially. Um, so right. you, you've been out of the kingdom. You've been out of the kingdom for about a week at this point, um, hunting down these various Sweet. bandits so, off screen. So wearing my expensive plate mail. Yeah. Not wearing my car. Yeah, you're not particularly tired. In my bag you're somewhere. not particularly tired or worn out or anything. You've yeah. just been doing like half a day's riding at this yeah. point. You may camp half a day from here. Yeah. Alright, and you listen to this man continue. Uh, I've completely forgotten the name of your village that the place um, so, is actually talking about. Um, we're in Elk, we'd be in Elkrest? Elkrest, yes. Elkrest, yeah. My people, I ask you. What manner of king gives away the most prime land in all of Stagthorn to various interested noble parties? Who would sell out his own people's future for gold? I I know, as I'm sure some of you do, that our king has made backroom deals with Lady Nene Valara and a certain unnamed individual from Brevoy, whose name I shudder to, whose name I will not say even now. To give away your treasures, to give away your future, 
Your prime land near Elk's Rest has already been taken from you. But what you may not know is that this backer from Brevoy also has eyes on many of the elven ruins around. Solid buildings that have stood the test of time in which you could build your homes and your futures. But no, they will be given away, people. They will be given away to fatten the king's pockets. And there's lots of... Okay, can I get a, can I get a um, sense motive style check on how the crowd's actually responding yes, to this guy? Uh, oh, crap. Well, poo. Um, can I actually have some hero points? Yes, you certainly can. I'll just go and procure them. Yep. Alright, I think I'm going to let that stand on two. I've got no clue. No, no. It's, no. it's, it's actually... Um, Basic DC Zero stuff is obvious that the crowd is making muttering noises. Yeah. You know, they're sort of... Um, he's certainly not without support. Yeah. Um, and, of course, his point is, uh, if not necessarily valid, logical. It, it, it's not... It's certainly not completely factually untrue. Yeah. Um, so... The crowd generally seems a bit unhappy about the point he's making. Not necessarily about him, but all, all you can really pick up at your mighty two is that the crowd is kind of unhappy. Yeah. Yeah, Caleb's getting grumpy and he's flopping his chicks. And, and you're literally getting, you know, the crowd goes, watermelon, watermelon. Yeah. Okay, so um, I will listen a little bit more. Yeah. Um... He continues on along this tirade. He says, My people, you have been waiting for a long time for even the most basic of amenities here. I do not, I would not say that it is your king's efforts to suppress outside voices of travelers that have prevented him from building an inn for so long. (laughs) I will simply leave you to draw your own conclusions based on what you know of this half-orc. <laughs> comes from the crowd. Where you, there are manors and noble villas within the city. But how long did it take us to get an inn? Where are the basic things that we need? Indeed, how long have we waited for simple housing instead of the slums that you have been forced to live in? <laughs> goes up from the crowd. Of course, I didn't build the slums here. The slums were in Thornwatch. <laughs> uh, you have had slums here. Remember, they developed. Oh, up. right. Yes, yes, that's right. Yes. You didn't. You didn't build them deliberately, no. but it was because you've got that division where you've yeah. got the several wealthy buildings yeah. and the exceedingly poor ones. Yeah. All right. I think. Um, and, and at this point, he that that appears to be the um, the point of his particular tirade. He's yeah. going off about the. The wealth inequality and how long, how how you're basically giving away the store to the nobles in exchange. Yep. The he, he's quite blatant about saying that you are fattening your own pockets with this. Yes. All right. Okay. So um, Kalen is going to take his time, no hurry, yep. just um, sort of stroll up to the front of the crowd. You're you're not actually even sure on the two cents motive whether he's seen you and altered his yep. tirade or whether this was where he was going anyway. Yeah. Yep, the the crowd parts. Well, I mean, you, you'd be riding up on a horse, which I yeah, I, 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 I've just put off to the side. Yeah, 
I imagine there's public places you can tie him up. Yeah, very much so. So I will dispense with the horse when I start listening, and we'll now just. Among other things, your horse is quite certainly well trained enough that you can leave it in the street for twenty minutes. Yeah. So we'll stroll up to the front of the crowd, and the crowd sort of sees you coming and parts for you, (laughs) either because you're the king or because you're a large, burly half orc in plain mail. One of the two. Yeah. I definitely don't shove my way through, yep. but, oh, I don't ex- but, but I don't expect to need to. Mm-hmm. And I will just kind of look up at him. And he looks down, seems to take you in. Ha! And here he, here he is now, King Caelan, and all his resplendent finery. Your Majesty! And he sweeps his feathered cap off and gives you a very theatrical bow, showing off a little bald spot on top of his head. He's got like the classic minstrel silk feathered cap on. Aye, that's me. And what's your name, friend? You've got a lot to say for yourself, don't you? He says, I am Grigori, a citizen and a speaker for the people. Oh, really? Seems like an odd decision, then. If you don't like anything I'm doing and you don't like anything I've got to offer you, why'd you come here? Please, step up. He, he's literally, like, standing on a little yep. stage thing. That he's yeah, I'll, I'll clamber up onto the stage, carefully. Yep. And, like... Okay, I'm going to be a bit careful on my body language here. Um, Caelan's going to stand relatively back from him, arms folded, like he's not impressed, yeah. but he's actually endeavouring not, not to intimidate him. Not, not trying to physically intimidate him, because the thing is, you know, the guy's kind of a pompous little fuck, and Caelan's going to be like a foot taller than him, probably. Yeah. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, have a go at him, but in a polite way. I'm not trying to just, you know, like loom over him and crush him. He he is actually armed. He has a rapier and a short bow. Yeah. Which suggests he's um. Well, it, it doesn't suggest he's particularly spoiling for a rumble because many people go around yeah. armed. It's just many of your peasants don't because yeah. they don't carry weapons um, routinely. Well, actually, that, do you need some help? No. Um, so what Caleb will actually have done while he was dispensing with the horse and that, while he was initially listening, um, is actually de-armed himself a bit. Yep. So he's still wearing his greatsword. Yep. And but because he's... all your various other pointy objects on your horse. Well, the thing is, um, people who know me will know that that's just my normal loadout for riding yep. through bandit country, but not all my peasants necessarily. Well, not all my guys do know me. And, um, it, it you know, there's no denying Caleb's loaded... Caleb's loaded for bear... Rig out really says, Hi, it's the king and I'm here to kill you. <laughs> With my shitload of pointy objects. I mean, the reality is, there's no denying I'm still a half orcan plate wearing a great sword that's probably as big as this guy, but at least I'm not quite as armed for there. So. I'll climb her up on the box, not trying to physically, you know, loom over him and giving him a bit of space in that. Mm hmm. He doesn't seem. To particularly flinch away. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think he. I, to be honest, if he thought he was going to get physically, he was going to get his ass kicked by me. I doubt he'd have stepped up in town square and started making a big speech. He says, "Please step, please step up, and you do so." Yeah, this is a forum for an open dialogue. We wish to speak about what is happening in our kingdom. <laughs> Goes the crowd. By all means. I. Are you aware of what is happening in your kingdom, King Caelan? Are you aware that over there, and he gestures off to the to the era, over there sits the great noble houses and the manors where the nobles where the nobles rush about with their serpents, and across the yet across the other side of town, we have slums barely hidden. We have people looking 
for places to go, people to stay, a single tavern and an inn at long last. I congratulate you for building that. The now, crowd sort of laughs slightly. Uh, not to put too fine a point on it, mate, but you know my house is in that bit, right? I don't think it's a slum. I think it's quite a nice neighbourhood myself. Well, there's plenty of housing for everyone. We put it up a few months back when, we st- when people started to run out of room. I'm sure your house is quite sufficient for you. And he sort of looks, looks you up uh, and down. You seem to be doing well enough for yourself, too. Uh, I have made a good living as a prosperous merchant. I have made a good living as a prosperous merchant. Praise Aristotle and rah, praise Aristotle, goes, goes the crowd. But you will not see, but my, my money is earned and spent, is earned by myself. As opposed to, I have not made agreements to provide me with such fancy, fancy mail. What would that be? Perhaps as much as 2,000 gold pieces. How long would it take you to earn that? Goes the crowd. You know, there's there's lots of muttering. People, like 2,000 gold is pretty obscene relative to what they make. I earn... This is... um, Lou looks down at the mail. This is off the... This is off the stag lord. It's about... I paid for it with the bounty I got for killing him. And, and as a general rule, oh, oh, the work that you do gets paid a bit better if it's dangerous. Less people willing to do it. Plenty of people could have taken him down um, when he was camping out when he was camping out in his fortress down south. Anyone was welcome to. I just happened to be the fellow that did. None of the money I none of the money I got. Oh, I got from the kingdom. I haven't taken a penny out of the coffers. When we had the first year and times were tight, I um, um, put in some of my own money. And I'm only just making it back. I have no doubt that is what you have told these people. That is what you have told these people at great length. And he nods and gives you a polite smile and the crowd sort of makes mumbling, grumbling noises. Yeah. He just he just leaves the yeah leaves that one at semi subtle. So why are you here? If you don't if you don't like what I'm doing, you don't like anything I've done. Why not go elsewhere? Plenty of other little kingdoms starting up. Four, I can think. Three, I can think of. I am here because someone needs to stand up to you, and somebody needs to speak for our people. And goes the crowd <laughs> and, and claps that one quite enthusiastically. Or is anyone with a divisive voice required to leave your kingdom? <laughs> no, you're welcome to sir. You're welcome to stay. I just don't see the point. Doesn't make sense to me. This is my new home, and I wish to see it thrive. I do not wish to see it thwarted by the ambitions of certain individuals. I wish for our people to grow and become strong. Ah, goes the crowd. And to that end, I will continue to speak for them. No matter what pressure is applied, I will not be leaving. Ah, Gregory! 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 Goes up from the crowd. No, no, you're welcome to, no, you're welcome to stay. I just don't... just seems odd to me. I, ima- I, mean, I imagine that's not an entirely uncommon state of affairs. <laughs> the crowd starts laughing at you. Uh, okay, Kaelin growls a bit at that. Uh, 
Seems to me you're that you're that committed to staying. Who's putting money in your pockets, friend? Could it be that someone's paying you to do this? You've accused me of everything. You've accused me of everything under the sun in the last uh, ten minutes. It's it's on no proof, including being a liar to my face. So let's take it back at you. Hannah Strayley paying you, is he? Okay, and at this point, yep. Um, can you make me your choice of either diplomacy, intimidate, or perform oratory? So imagine it would be intimidate. So. Uh, I'm a lot better at intimidate, um, but. I don't want to be physically trying to threaten him. Can I be intimidating yes. to make a better argument in an yes. aggressive manner? Because I'm certainly not trying to be overly nice. Cool. Okay. Yes. Not you grab him and choke him style of thing. Okay, that's a um, that's a twenty one. I am prepared to throw a dice at an extra d6 for that if that's not going to do it. I don't think there's any point re-rolling it. No, that actually will do it. He, he sort of raises his hand slightly and he says, I do not deny that I, I, I do not deny that I have come from What's uh, Fort, Fort Trailer. I do not deny that I have come from I do not deny that I have come from Fort Trailer, but I have come but I have come here some time ago seeking a new and better Come here seeking a new and better opportunity. Can I be faulted for making my money honestly and earnestly? I assure you that I have taken no payments from Drelev. I am simply a man interested in speaking the truth. And the crowd sort of mmms at this one. It's the first time you haven't heard them basically cheer enthusiastically yeah. at whatever it is that he's saying. Alright, and um, can I um, can I can I I, I come back? I, I want to come back from that. Mm-hmm. It's um. Now look, look. I'm a man who's um, made his money via working and fighting. I'm a man of no breeding, no nobility, and I can understand your feelings. And at this point, I'm speaking directly to the trout and looking past him, mm-hmm. because there, um, there's no denying Elkrest is a town it is a town that's better suited for the nobles than the rest of us in some ways. Is at the moment. I can understand why that upsets you. But the fact of the matter is, is Lady Lanay's woman of class and breeding has brought a lot of, has brought a lot of good to this kingdom. Um, she's brought a lot of money in, and the fact is, money we need. If we're going to be buying and selling, we need money, and that's a fact. And that's a fact, plain truth. And I won't apologise for it. Alcaris will grow into itself, find its feet. Right now, it's a, um, it's like a kid that's it's got arms and legs too long for the rest of his body. But that noble sector that he's griping about uh, won't look near as odd. When the rest of it, when it's a prosperous town with the rest of the facilities all in line, and, and by the time it grows into being a grand capital, it'll be something we can be proud of, all of us. Us. She's bringing in class and culture, and that's something we need. And I've walked through both. Of the, I've walked through both of them bits of land I gave her, and they were perfectly nice. But I assure you, I've been over every inch of the, I've been over every inch of this kingdom because I'm exploring it my own self. And there's plenty of nice land out there, plenty of space for everybody. And I'm open to... My house is right over there. If you've got a grief, you can come raise it with me or you can talk to Lady Nickel. Oh, oh, oh. Anybody's welcome to speak their mind and I've no quarrel with that. But what I don't like is folks coming in from other kingdoms who've been paid to agitate. And I'm not saying that's new, my friend. And even though you flat out came out and said that I'd stolen money from the kingdom, which I ain't. 
Ed, Ed, but you've got an awful lot of opinions, and it seems to me it's a little odd to come here when you could have gone elsewhere if you think I'm doing as bad a job as all that. I can see that I will not be allowed to speak further today without accusations of bribery and fear and for fear of oppression, I will step down. He steps off the platform. The crowd sort of... It's your platform. Go ahead. And Caelan will jump down off the platform. Speak your piece. I've said mine. Another day, he says, <laughs> begins to walk off in the vague direction of the inn. Yep. And Caelan, given that he's abandoned the thing, will cro- hop down yep. and talk to the, and just try and tr- have a conversation with the crowd. <laughs> Can you make me perform oratory check? Yes. Raw charisma time. Alright. Um, so. Uh, the, the crowd is largely dispersing at this point. They actually have, you know, things to be doing. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I just want to. Um, I really wouldn't bother wasting a point on it. Sweet. 11. Yep. Just. Um, you talk, chat to a couple of people. Yeah. The crowd largely, largely disperses. Yeah. Um, so I want to leave as friendly as an impression as I can, basically. Yes. I'm not saying um, people can't get up and speak about what an idiot I am. I'm yes. just saying I don't like it when they've been paid for by Hannah Strayliff. You, you will find um, fairly trivially that um, this is about day four or five of Grigori doing this sort of thing. Every yep. day he stands up and orates for about half an hour or so. Yeah. Um, the, the theme is definitely things that are wrong with the kingdom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet. So that's um. So I think I'll probably go chat to the advisors at this point. Yep, by all means. Call them. Call for the town council. Yes. Like Voltron, the town council appears. Yep. Symbols. Town council. Assemble. Town council. Assemble. Always we will fight as one. Okay. Now you have your your new town council. Yes. Ooh. Um, gathering together. Um, and what are you looking to do with them? Um, tell them about the conversation and ask for advice. Yeah. Um, it, at least half of them are familiar with the fact that this is happening because yep. basically some of them left town with you to go and do wardening duties. Yeah. Um, and, and the rest, you know, it's, it, Grigori is not being subtle about it. Yeah. He's not trying to hide what he's doing, so it's yeah. very obvious to see for anyone who happens to be walking through the main square yeah. at sort of midday-ish. Um, and so, yes, you, you fill the middle on this. Yep. Um, and Jod Kafkin, your high priest, yes. says, to you, says to you, ah, well... Is this really a problem? I mean, if people have issues with what we're doing, we want to hear about them. Aye, but um, I don't like how he's stirring... I don't like how he's stirring... In, I wouldn't mind it if it was someone who had a genuine beef. If, if, if it was some merchant that um, felt he'd been hard done by, one of our real citizens. And then, But I'd like to think we could sort them out. It's, it's not good for the community. Just, just the endless venting with no real problems. And to be honest... Oh, I've no patience with it myself. I mean, if people don't like it in the kingdom, they're welcome to leave. There's the door. Places for people who want to build something here. Yeah, not just gripe, gripe and complain. I don't want to threaten them. Um, last thing I want to do, bloody stupid thing to do aside from anything else, 
else, but I'd like to see if I could blunt the impact somewhat because I'm pretty certain it's not doing it's not doing good things for folk listening to him, and I'm damn certain he's being paid by Drelev. Do you have any proof of that? No, but I've talked to I've talked to Drelev's ambassador, and. That guy was exactly... Yeah, yeah. You, you actually haven't even made a sense motive check on him or anything. You've just drawn that conclusion. That's very yourself. true. Um, actually, I don't want to. I'm completely certain. Whether or right or wrong, I'm completely certain. The thing of it is, I'm not the brightest... Um, I'm, I'm, not the, I'm not the brightest of men, and he didn't hesitate to point that out. But it's not how he would have behaved if he was on the up and up. It's a silly thing to do. Uh, 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 if what if he wanted what he wanted was to um actually sort out something genuine that he was upset about, he'd have done it. And if he wanted what he wanted, to, and if he was living in poor housing and wanted to complain, well, that's what the that's what the rest of them did back when they were. Mm-hmm. The the innkeeper complained. I'm talking to, I'm talking. To, I'm not saying to you. I'm talking right, right. to the character. That, that that's what the rest of them did. It's not the way you behave when you've got a genuine beef. It's the way you behave when you've been paid to stir up trouble. I don't think we can shut him up. But what I'm wondering about is if maybe we should give people something else to listen to. I mean, if he's going to set up a forum for public debate, let's oblige him and um, make a proper. But let's make it a proper one. What I'd like to see is let's have uh, let's ask people who's got a viewpoint and wants to. Uh, um, Bring it out, and let's make a bit of a day, day of it. Get some ba- get some baked goods on display. Let's have a real. If we're going to have a forum for public debate, let's do a proper job. True. So someone can go in and you know represent it, their point of view. Uh, let's not just have one voice. What sort of a debate is that? And and Tristram steps up here and he says, "That's a fantastic idea. We should encourage all the people of the kingdom to bring in their ideas and their education and make a real public forum for suggestions and ideals." And Akaros kind of just uh, yeah. rolls his eyes. Yeah, he he's not terribly he he hasn't he's not actually so crass as to propose let's just stab all the guy and be done yeah. with it. But he clearly doesn't care for the the direction this is going. Yeah. Yes, no, I didn't think Akaros would approve of my proposed solution. Alright, so you debate through that. Um, can you give me a quick sense motive check for useful information? Yes. Uh, that is a mighty eight. Okay. You receive no further information from the GM. All good. Um, I kind of do want to know. It's only background. Okay. <laughs> um, so your council sort of debates this somewhat. Um, you you have people who are more and less interested. Um, Corwin is pretty much of the opinion that just you know let the guy talk. Yeah. Um, Akaros just doesn't suggest slapping him round, but it's clearly on his mind. Yeah. Um, Tristram, Lady Nickel, and John are all on very on board with your idea, though. Cool. That's why I want um I want Tristram. Tristan, those are the three I want to help organise it because Tristan can assure there's lots of people standing up and talking about things that will bore the that will probably bore people. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. That's what Carolyn's thinking. You know, it, once it becomes an academic symposium full of ideas, then the people who are interested in that sort of thing will get interested, and everyone else will leave. Lady Nickel can make certain there's lots of baked goods, and God, John can make certain it's a real community party. So, so the suggestion is. Um 
like spend a week or so advertising that to people rather than just arbitrarily starting yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so your your intent is to basically draw him out into a public debate. Um, I think my what I'm looking for here is the guy is going to stand up and keep speaking his mm-hmm. piece. Um, I can't stop him because if I go around, like I could obviously kill him or you know beat him up sufficiently to drive him off, but that's a terrible idea and the wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. Absent that, I can't actually stop him because if I you know go around and threaten him, he'll say, "Ha ha! The king threatened me with tyranny. See, I told you he was a tyrant king." Oppression. We've been help, help. We've been repressed. But it annoys me that um, he wants to make it a public forum, but he's the only guy talking. And obviously, if I get up and talk, you can say, look, the king's repressing me, because mm-hmm. he just did, um, again. Um, so what I'm thinking is I want to, if he's going to stand up and talk, I want to camouflage it a bit with some other people standing up and talking. By all means. And um, see if that causes, because basically, if he is a paid agitator, sooner or later, he, and it's not, it doesn't appear to be working, he's yep. going to lose interest. Yep, no, no, makes, makes good sense. So I'm not necessarily looking to engage him personally in a debate because I think that leads to the king is repressing me. Okay. I'd like to talk to the um, talk to people. Uh, I'd like to talk to people as part of it, but not necessarily directly imposing Gregory. Yeah. And not always me. Yep. And not always people from the council either. I'm thinking if we make it a have you got a v- viewpoint on the 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 state of the kingdom? Stand up and speak your piece. Free pies. Yep. <laughs> Free pie. Free, Free pie to anyone who tells us what we're doing wrong. Well, yep. the thing is, you can't say you're being oppressed and no one will let you have your say if, you're, if people invite you to have your say and give you pie. It's true. Pie equals lack of oppression. <laughs> it does. And we'll give and, we, and Gregory can have a pie too. Okay. If this doesn't appear to be working in a couple of weeks, I'll try something else. But that seems like a reasonable. Well, isn't your intent to sort of make a day of it kind of thing? Oh, yeah, I was thinking um, running it as a... It, it depends. It depends what you're going for. Like, you you can have an actual sort of public fair style of thing. Yeah, that's probably um, more fun. Where you're inviting people to, you know, come in, meet the town council, talk to us. Yeah, tell us the suggestions in the box, talk to us style of thing. Yeah. Or you could just, you know, have an ongoing system where you solicit advice from the townsfolk. But to be honest, you've probably already got that anyway. Uh, okay, so what I was looking for, um, to be more specific, was a sort of, given that he's speaking from 12 to 1, was a sort of... For a week, 11, 11 till 2, public forum where people can provide ideas and there'll be pie. Yep. Okay. Just to sort of, basically... The, you're, the, trying, you're trying to put in a standing public event to overtop him. To overtop him. Makes sense. For a week or so, week or two, see if it see if it causes them to get bored and go right. away. Okay, okay. So in that case, you probably don't actually need to give people a week's notice. So yeah. You just tell people and then start, say, a day, two days Is later. It, it, that's the one. Yep. Uh, on the basis that, um, you know, it gives people someone else to listen to besides just listening to him. Okay. And it um, will hopefully get me a... And actually, so let me tell you my agendas. Mm-hmm. I want to drown him out mm-hmm. because it, without because I can't shut him up, but I can make certain there's more people have more choices on offer to listen to. Yeah. And the rest of them will hopefully be genuine citizens who, whatever they're... You know, I'm not trying to try and in any way edit who wants to stand up and say what they think about their kingdom. I definitely don't want to come off you know, here's a bunch of people who really like the king and the kingdom and they're all positive. I just want to make a variety of voices so that it is a public forum. Yep. Um, and I'm hoping that will drown him out a bit. And my second objective is I'd like to get him a, 
you know, I'd like to actually show up some days, not others, so that it's not like I'm constantly yep. looming over the thing. But I'd like to show up and get a read on where people in general are coming from. Like, do people think he's got a point? Is the division between Rich and Paul really starting to bite? What would people most like to see that would make a difference to okay. them? Okay. Town improvement, you know, what town improvement would most make people feel like it's not just a town for the rich? Okay. So, what I will ask you to do then is your party member select screen comes up. Yeah. You're, you're actually almost selecting them for montage time at this yep. point. But um, what, what you're looking for with what you're looking for there is either sense motive or gather information. I'll give you either because you can assess the general mood. Right. Or you can, you know, actually ask people, you know, hey, what does Bob think about this yep. style of thing? Hey, what's the word on the street? Does Tristram have kind of an okay gather information score? Because I'd take uh, him on the Kayla. I don't know off the top of my head. Um, he, he has perform oratory. Is oh, cool. His, is his um, primary perform skill. Um, but you have not seen him interact with crowds on any particular level. Yeah. Um, his perform oratory is, is actually usually in the form of storytelling, although yeah. you're sure he's quite comfortable telling stories to large groups of people. Um, but you haven't seen... You, you've never actually seen him make any effort to gather information. Yeah, I think... Uh, you know Michaela's at least moderate at it. Yeah, I think I'll take Michaela for, for the me for the me gathering information mission and encourage Tristram to get up at the least one point and say what he thinks, which I suspect will be a treatise on um, ancient elven systems of government and why our system of government is good because it's like theirs, but, you know... So it's entirely possible nobody will listen, but... One magic using elf, one vote. <laughs> okay, so you select Michaela. Yeah. <laughs> she appears. Cool. Um, she will not come loaded for bear with her heavy plate. Yeah, I imagine she wears her pretty diplomacy dress as opposed to her heavy plate now. Yep, but with the tower shield. Because she always carries the tower, tower shield. Tower shield goes everywhere with that. Yep. Um, Kaelin will um, probably show up, when he does show up, show up in his leather armour. Um, okay. as a deliberate symbol of his man of the people's status. Okay, so you can in fact make both gather information checks and sense motives here. They're largely the same information. But okay, I'm, I'm going to make both of mine as eight and other. Yeah, yep. gather information. Yep. And naturally, for the first time, I roll well. I make my plus two. Okay, giving a 24 total. Yay, Michaela uh, rolled well as well. So you can very easily find out... Um, I, I'm not going to go heavily into having Grigori speechify unless he's actually on screen because yeah. I've only got so much to say and you don't want to hear me um, yeah, yeah. cover the same topics again and again and again yeah. style thing. Um, but honestly, the, the crowd thinks he's got a point. Yeah. Um, they're not inherently opposed to you. Um, they merely like him. Yeah. Um, he, he has... Made a little. Rep- he's made quite a reputation in town. Um, he has. You can actually find out several things off this. Cool. Because I assume you're like asking about Gregory as well as the mood of the people. Yeah. Him. So he has actually been in town for about two months before this has started. So he hasn't literally walked into town down and, and start. started abusing yeah. you. Yeah. Um, he has been staying at the inn the entire, almost the entire time. He has. Literally almost come into town just after the inn has been built. Yeah. Now he, and that is where he actually lives. Yeah. Um, he is, you know, fairly popular around town, and despite his appearance, is actually somewhat of a ladies' man. He's often, um, yeah. He's he's often in the tavern. 
yeah. often seen with, with you know, relatively attractive kissing girls on yeah. his arm style of thing. Um, so clearly, you know, a, a fairly charismatic individual. Yeah. Um, it's not a dumb stat. I've got a 14, but it's not exactly Caleb's strong suit. And you will find out that um, he is, is moderately popular around town, um, that he has been talking quietly first first before making any public speeches, essentially gathering information himself, getting yeah. a feel for the town and what's going on, etc., etc. Um, he clearly has a moderate amount of information at his command because some of the stuff he's talking about um, clearly means that he's been about talking to the townsfolk and, you know, finding out the history of the place and that sort of thing. He's got a pretty good handle on the stuff that's he's, being He's got happening. a pretty good handle on I mean, that thing with... Um, we haven't exactly made a secret of our deals, but the yeah. album one isn't public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In- indeed. It's not something publicly known on the street, but nor is it so secret no, that you have to work to find out. You yeah. have to make some gather information checks in the background. Yeah. Um... Yeah, he, he seems to have a pretty good idea about all the deals you've made and what yeah. you have and haven't done and who your council are and all this sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but the, the the crowd, to some extent, sees him as the will of the people. He's yeah. saying the things that they can't say to you because they're either unwilling to confront you with it, um, not as invested in it. You know, like, they've got some minor problems. It doesn't mean you go straight to the king and complain yeah. every single time you've got a problem. But he, he is uniting the people around this. Right. Um, it's it's not necessarily that he's riling them up ready for a riot or something so much as he's bringing some complaints that people might have had together to the forefront. He's unifying... Yes, he, he's he is a spokesperson for the disaffected, essentially. He's unifying them around a real point of concern that was bugging them yeah, anyway. Yeah. And it's much easier to rally around, you know, someone yeah. than, than, you know, just generic Farmer Bob. Yeah. So, um, that is your gather information check. Um, does that answer your questions? Uh, do, do, do I get any... And then, you're, you're welcome to ask more questions for more information. Um, so, I was looking for the mood of the people generally, so I get that they are unifying around Grigori. Yep. Um, I was looking for an assessment of what would make a difference to them. Like, they're dissatisfied by the income gap. Yeah. What would... What would help them feel better about it? Right, I see. Um, you you get a wide variety of different of different opinions. You don't seem to get that there, there doesn't seem to be a simple fix to this. They yeah. don't want you to just build, you know, another inn or whatever to fix yeah. the problem entirely. They're um the the problems are systemic. Yeah. You know, what they want is for the poor to be richer. Yeah. Which is not exactly the kind of thing you can casually fix. No, no. Alright, and since motive. Uh, there's the girl. Uh, failed that one. Um, to assist. So, when you put on your, um, your, your little clinics, your shows... Yeah. Um, they fail, and they fail hard because Grigori shows up at the same time, and the crowd just flocks to him. Yeah. And they listen to him at great length. It is it is literally, you know, some people are in sort of talking to your councillors. Akros is like, oh, do, I, God, do I really have to be Well, here? I mean, the thing um, is, it, it wasn't meant to be just the councillors doing it. You know, so we probably wouldn't have brought Akros. Right. 
So the conception was we wanted to encourage people to stand up and speak their piece. But I think what you're saying is yeah. when other, pe- when the, other the, the people... It, it, at, some, you know, at some point during each one of these, Grigori shows up and starts speechifying, the crowd just goes shook yep. over to him. It's like, it, it's tumbleweeds on the other side of the square. Yeah, Everyone so, is over there listening to him. Cool, so basically what we've done is supplied, him, supplied the people listening to him with free pie. <laughs> Bugger. Okay. Um... And <laughs> you're, you're paying the crowd to show up and have free fire and listen to him. Um, well, I'm not paying them to show up, but I'm bribing them with pie. <laughs> and you you can see, like, they're enjoying the pie, they're enjoying the opportunity. Um, when Grigori isn't there, but he seems to have, you know, or what what you pick up from your sense motive is that he's timed his timings deliberately. Like he yeah. waits until you've started because it's not very hard to see yeah. what's going on. He can literally almost look out his window and see it. Um, he waits until you've started. Shows up about ten minutes later and just steals the show. Yeah, and goes on for the entire assigned length. Yeah. And and then so he's kicking he's kicking my ass at the PR basically. Oh oh god yes. Yeah. The crowd is just flocking to him. Yeah. Alright. And what's Michaela is is that what Michaela picks that's, up? That's on? what Michaela picks up right. from, from her sense motive check, is that he is deliberately stealing the show. It's yep. not unintentional that he shows up around the same time. Alright. I want to gather up Michaela and Tristram, yep. and I might as well have Bryn and Corwin as well. Yep. Not the full council. Um, PCs are pissed. And um, <laughs> just, um, but I specifically want Michaela and Tristram. Yep. Um, all right, we need a plan B. This is like day four. Yeah. It's like we'll keep it going the full week, but there's no point doing it further. We yep. get, we're losing. Yes. Um, for for today's for for today's rant, um, he has gone on. At some length about how there are there are certain mysterious women who have far too much influence over the king, you know, yep. and esoteric backgrounds and that sort of thing. It's it's actually really ambivalent. Um, no, Michaela will you picked this up that he's talking about both her and Bryn, but he's very deliberately trying to slant it so you could draw whatever conclusions you wanted. Right? It could could it have been her? It, wouldn't it have been her and Bryn and Lillian? Surely. Um. I mean, I've been on pub- I've been on dating oh, yeah, true, true. Lily, and people must know that. Y- yes, he's he's talking about like un- he talks about like foreign influences and unusual backgrounds, and yes. Them, but but leaves it so the crowd draws Goes their own conclusions about whichever it's one of them they don't like. Yeah, which, which woman they don't like has too much influence over the king. Yeah, because it could just as well be Lady Nalay or. Um, even yeah, yeah, and, and there's vague suggestions that this, this this person is manoeuvring themselves to be yeah. queen, whether the common people will have it or no, kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Last question about the sense about the sense motive. Yo. Um. Do I think that the what what's my assessment on whether I'm right about him being a paid agitator based on Michaela's sense motive role? Does it seem? Uh, if she's making another one, I'll have another crack at assisting. No, no, this is... Oh, he, this he's is... now making an opposed role. Right, which yep. is drawing background information. Um, if I receive no information, I'm going to continue thinking so, but I'm perfect. All right, hang on, hang on. He's got retarded pathfinder skills that I yep. need to convert back across. Um, okay. um, I, I don't like... There's something about the man I don't like. 
I couldn't say for certain that he's in someone's pay, but I doubt he's running this entirely of his own initiative. She has, in fact, come even with him, so she draws that as her conclusion and yep. no further. Alright. I need it. So, we're sitting down for him. So, we're losing. And he certainly isn't very obviously, like, taking payments in yep. the street or wearing Draylor's colours or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, unfortunately, if he is a professional paid agitator, he's probably a damn expensive one, yep. because he's very, apparently very good at the game. Alright. We're... We're being routed... I can rec- I've been in enough battles to recognise a route, and this is a route. We haven't come well enough armed and equipped. At, but I don't know. But this isn't my this isn't my field of warfare, and I don't know what to do. What do people? I mean, as you, like I presume, if you were if we were an evil kingdom, we'd just go slit his throat in a dark alley and you know claim bandits did it or something. But it seemed like even if we were prepared to do it, which I'm not not for just talking. It'd be spectacularly counterproductive, but I don't think we can just leave it going on the way it is. He's got at this rate. Um, uh, we'll have a full blown up. We'll have a full blown uprising in a couple of months. The economy's going to go in the toilet if people keep um, sitting around grouchy rather than working. I.e., we can't afford to have the unrest <laughs> keep going up month by month. And of course, that'll make them even grouchier. Because it's only gone up from banditry thus far. Yeah, yeah, but um, sorted out. Yes, but I'm wise If I leave this unresolved, I'm confident it will right, lead right. to a a positive unrest total month after month. I see what you're saying. But I don't know. Like <laughs> if he was, if I was confident he was honest, I'd try and I'd sit down with him and try and address his grievances. But there's nothing that I can. From what I've been talking to folks, there's no simple solution that is going to make them feel better. And there's nothing that I can do to make him go away as if he's an honest man if he isn't one. Because Draylid wants... I mean, we could hand the kingdom over to Draylid and all go home. That would no doubt solve us. In fact, probably all I'd have to do is take his blimmin' deal. I'm sure he's prepared to wait eight, ten years for the kingdom, but I I ain't prepared to do that. There has to be something... There has to be something other than um, giving up or beating him up that people do in these circumstances. There has to be some tricky, clever, political type thing. He says, his eyes glancing hopefully at Michaela and Tristram, the bard and the, um, the bard and the politician, glancing hopefully at the bard and the politician. So you get... And slanting away from the wolf girl, who I'm sure has a solution. You you get the opinions of your various party members, so Corwin just sort of shrugs a bit, you know, I... I can't say that words, I can't say that words and people are exactly my forte. This is exactly the sort of thing I'm wrong for. The only thing I can think to do, the only thing I can think to do, and I'm no clever man when it comes to politics, is just to kick him out of town, ban him from speaking his piece, less destructive than letting him talk. But I don't know if that's the right thing to do. And Brunus would have been watching you, Simon, you could have had problems with bandits. Throat slitting would not be unusual. Could be done quietly, but. when hunting, area, when hunting an area, you do not want other prey to know you were there. Better to take bodies away. <laughs> <laughs> if I and I, I will, Kettle will actually look back here and say, if I knew he was a bad guy, I'd, th- I'd at least think about it. If I knew he was doing something worse, but being a professional agitator, if I, it, or even if I could prove he was a professional agitator. 
actually can prove well maybe uh, interrogate him one option break in search other option that's a, that's a clever idea but what other thoughts have people got well and I know this is slightly unusual but we're only concluding that the man's a paid agitator based on no proof now if we come from the other point of view and think the better of him then it could be that he's just a concerned citizen who has a good way with the crowd and an intelligent head on his shoulders. His ideas aren't altogether foolish. Uh, he, it, there's every possibility that we could placate him and the crowd and indeed draw a good new source of opinions by bringing him into the council ourselves, putting him up as one of our members. Aye, but if he is a paid agitator, then... Then that would be very destructive, says McCabe. And to be honest, say he isn't for a moment, I wouldn't... You have to do more to be on our council than wine. And he's yet to contribute something positive to the kingdom. Every... Oh, sounds like a bubble. Doing fine, sweetheart. skilled and talented individuals who've worked hard for the kingdom and people I trust. At least you're given a degree of trust in some cases. But, uh, and people, friends, really. I think we all, I mean, I know we're not, the, we're not a disparate group and there's, there's potential conflicts between us, but everyone else is here because they care about the kingdom and they're doing their best. I think it's an insult to the rest of you to put him up for it. It's a clever idea, kid, don't get me wrong. And if I was sure he wasn't an agitator, it might, it, 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 um, it might have its merits, but I don't think I could bring myself to, to be honest. I do not think it would be wise to take the man on as a counsellor, says Michaela. He is dangerous. Words can do far more damage to a kingdom than swords in the long run. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, if he was, if he was an assassin or some such, I could just kill him and have done, but I can't. No, I do not believe that would be politically wise at all. The mood of the crowd is against us. Uh, mobs are a terrible thing. And she goes quiet for a long moment. If we were confident of victory, we could confront him publicly. It stops, looks at Brun. In a debate... Uh, an opposed oration, a victory, a final victory to win the crowd back to our side, to show that his claim, that show that his claims are baseless. It is not, and the problem here is that it is not about facts. It is not about getting it right. It is about the mood of the people. There is no simple fix we can do. No building, no building we can build. No money we can throw at the problem to make it go away. We need to win their hearts back from him. 
alternatively, if there is something to be said for him leaving town, you don't have to force him. If the man is buyable from one side, then he's buyable from another. Could get expensive, though. And if if we can't meet Drelev's price, would be a hell of a weapon in his hands. If the truth is not his ally, then he can claim anything he likes anyway. That's a good point. I hate these political games. Why can't I just challenge him to a duel? Why couldn't Adrelev send a nice burly half-orc fellow that I could beat up without looking bad? <sighs> if we are looking for proof against the man, however, we could look further into him as he has been digging into us. I find out where he has come from, who his friends in town are, where he spends, where his weak points are. Well, that sounds like something we could do anyway. It'd be worthwhile. So, my thoughts. We could have a public debate with him, which is, of course, a risky strategy. Mm-hmm. Or we could break into his ha- We could break into his inn and see if we can find evidence that he's a paid agitator. Yep. Or we could do both. Yep. If we break into his, if we break into his house, um, if we break into his inn and find evidence that he's a paid agitator, we could then bring it out at the debate, mm-hmm. assuming we find evidence. But of course, the trick is he might not have, an, even if he is a paid agitator, he might not be carrying any evidence mm-hmm. because when you come down to it, I mean, it depends on what he's doing and why, but. Although, as long as he didn't find out we'd broken into his place, it would be it would be a potential solution. So, several things here. Yes, give, um, give me things. You can make gather information checks to get his background, what he's up to, where he's come from, etc., yep. etc., but it will take um, a, a longer amount of time because you literally have to, you know, send letters to Fort Draylev to talk to, you know, Michaela's agents and spies there. Yeah. You know, and etc., etc., etc. Yeah. Because she's now your spy master. Yes. Um, yes, she is too. Mm-hmm. So... That that's certainly an option. It just takes longer. It's not going to be the kind of thing if she rolls a gather information check four hours later. She says, oh, "I found out X, Y, and Z." So, can I get a take on how long we're looking at there? Um, that'll be you know a couple of weeks. Right, that is pretty long. Um, getting into his room in the end, you could literally just walk up and tell the innkeeper to open it for you because you're the king. Yeah, yeah. Um, which you can do. So it, it grossly lacks subtlety, of yeah. course. Um, Otherwise, you're down to your actual thieving skills. Yeah. Well, I was planning on using Brun's stealth. Yes. Mm. Yes. Nonetheless, you'll still have to actually, you know, open the locks and search the doors and that kind of thing. And things that you just Or just boot the door down, which is quite well within your skill set, but... um, Quite unsubtle. Yeah. Yes, of course. And what she's good at is stealth in the wilderness, not necessarily breaking into buildings. Yeah, she might not be seen doing it, but she doesn't know how to pick a lock. Yeah, which so is, yeah, okay, that's a good point. Which means if he does have incriminating documents, they'll be in a strong box because otherwise he'd be retarded. Mm-hmm. I mean, and for that matter, he probably has a strong box. It just may not contain incriminating documents. It may contain his personal jewels or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Although but keep, the point is, Bryn won't be able to get in, get into keep it. Keep in mind, a strong box at this point, like Michaela has one, is literally a chest bound with chains and a padlock of some yeah. kind. It's not an actual safe that you'd need tools to get into. Can, can anybody pick locks in my group? Ah, uh, I suspect they cannot. Um, I, 
Michaela has explicitly told you that she's not a um, that, that she has no particular background in. Yeah, I got, that's what I thought. Just because she's got rogue skills doesn't mean she's a lockbreaker. Um, I can't imagine Corwin can. Corwin, no, he can't do anything. Um, and no, no, and no. Yeah, that's okay. So it, no one in your group has open lockers. All right, a, so there's uh, there's no point breaking into his room to try and get garner information on him. Although, like, you could you know hire someone to do it for you. True. Like, find a thief in town. Yes, but I wouldn't be able to unfind a thief once I'd found him. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no denying I didn't ban the worship of Norberger. Yeah. There has to be a spy or a thief somewhere. Well, like, like there's, there's just quite certainly there's someone in town who can open locks. Yeah. Um, actually, you know the other person you know that might have that sort of training? It's Lillian. Lillian, of course. Yeah, but I, I mean, the thing is, it's one thing to be able to. She'd have to be quite good at like she locks. she hasn't um, she she hasn't told you per se, but um, she she told she, me she, she has told you she's been a member of the Scars. So she she's explicitly got a criminal background. Yes, yes, it doesn't necessarily mean she's she got could, points in open lock, but it's it's not unre- an unreasonable. It's, it's not an unreasonable assumption. Assessment, yeah. Um, of your um, counsellors, she would doubtlessly be the one most likely to possess that skill set. Yeah. Like, oh, or Adoros and John, not so much. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When you see, so talking to Michaela. Yep. When it comes to a debate, you said if we could be sure of winning, but we can't be sure of winning, can we? Because he's really good at the game. I mean, I know um, Tristram's. Um, can talk the hind leg off a donkey, but... I can deal well with people on an individual level, but... I'm proud of that loud. Again, she goes kind of silent. And yeah. Um, and Tristan says, well, I'm, I'm perfectly confident talking to groups of people. I mean, I don't know that I'm as good as Gregory, but but I like to think I can make it. I can make a show. You can certainly make a show. I just... How many axes? Yeah, it's just, I guess ultimately my concern is that you've spent your time and energy learning to, you know, read books of Elven lore and I know you can, I know you can talk, but um, you may not be duplicitous enough. Basically I'm saying you may not be enough of a prick for what we do to match Gregory's um, talented... So, is there an ability here to make an assessment of Gregory as a speaker and compare him to Tristram? Is, it, is that like would that be like a sense motive check, or is that just too much connect for words? Uh, I would give it to you over time, um, but. We haven't had not, enough time. Not, time. not over the short term, because the thing is, li- literally, meta-wise, um, you could look at him and go, okay, the guy can clearly, clearly, you know, he talks very well to the crowd, he clearly yeah. has ranks before moratory, as does Tristan. Yeah. But the difference between them, you, you couldn't assess how much of it is skill points versus how much is on the roll. Like, yeah. if he rolls a 1, Tristan rolls a 20, then yeah. Tristan is the better speaker, but he could be, like, 15 points under the guy, yeah. and it's just the roll eats it up style of thing. So you'd, you'd have to listen to yep. him at length. 
Okay, let me ask another. Yep. Um, if we were going to participate in a public debate, yep. What kind of sk- what, what? How would it work from a meta standpoint? So, this would be a you go back and forth on several points and yep. speechify. Um, this is literally a win two out win two out of three diplomacy intimidate perform oratories with him. Right. Um, oratory is the best skill to use for it, so whoever's using that is getting a bonus to it. Yeah. But you can literally win it with diplomacy or intimidate. Yeah. If you're so inclined. So, um, and when the, would it be me and my chosen party member versus pretty, him? Pretty much. So I could actually pit me and Tristram yes. up against him with Caitlin's intimidate and Tristram's to perform yes. oratory. It's a two out of three falls style yeah. thing. Okay. Um, at, at which point the problem resolves itself one way or the other. Either the crowd decides they've had enough of listening to Gregory and they, yeah. you know, give up and wander off. Yeah. Um, or um, y- you fail to out-debate him, at which point there's no real point in going back for a second crack at it. Yeah, yeah. The crowd will have already decided you failed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright. Well, that sounds like an interesting role-playing option. Mm-hmm. Um... What I believe I'd like to do is um, I want to set things up. There are a couple of things I'd like to do. Yep. I'd like Mika- to ask Michaela to try and get some more information on Gregory. Yep. I don't think we can get it in a timely enough manner necessarily to have it for the debate. But maybe we could get we might get some of it before then. And at any rate, if we fail at the debate, we're going to want to know more about him because um, he's going to be an ongoing problem at that point. But basically, as soon as you go to that... As, as soon as you call for that information check, we'll go to another kingdom turn. Yeah. And do all the other parts of the kingdom turn, and then go back to the room. Right. So, um, basically, if I call for that gathering information check, I can't resolve it in this kingdom turn? No, because you're already coming towards the end of this one. Yeah. Yeah, so what I was asking to do was do the debate thing. Yep. Um, but also ask Michaela to do gather information checks in case the debate doesn't work. Yeah, which you will get the results of in your next game. And which that's fine. So do the debate thing and get the get the results in the next kingdom turn. Yep. By all means. So. Is your intent to go to Gregory when he's speechifying and challenge him to a public debate, or approach him quietly, or? Um, but he's he's quite findable. Yeah, I think um, on the whole, I I think call him out right in front, right there in front of everyone. Um, so he's standing up and, and speechifying about. Um, you know, what What assurances do we have that the bandit problem is taken care of, you know only the words only the words of people you know, only the words of people there is no proof, and, you know, how much can we trust their words, one wonders style of thing yeah. um, when you approach, roll up to the crowd and this time, he stops talking as he sees you approach um, makes eye contact with you and just you know, goes quiet, doesn't point it or anything, but just lets his silence speak for itself, and the crowd sort of turns to yeah. you and then parts as you go through. Them. Yeah. And says, ah, King Caelan, is it my time to stop speaking again? 
you've um, spoken your, you've been speaking your piece this last week and a half. I haven't stopped you, but it's my, my thought. Oh, 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 that it'd be best if we settled this between us, you and me. Hey, hey, he he literally takes a step back and puts yeah. his hand on his rapier. Yeah. Um. 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 Just the way you said it. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. Which is fine because you know Kalen's not a subtle man. It's um. Tomorrow afternoon, out here in the square, and um, he nods, um, nods, uh, um, you and me and Magister Tristram here, uh, let's sort it, let's have a debate. Hey, you bring forth all your concerns, and we'll bring forward our responses. He looks at you and raises it. You wish to debate me publicly? I. You? And him. Looking <laughs> over at Krista. Yep. He gives a smile. By all means. <laughs> I would be delighted, Majesty, if that is all you int- if that is what you truly intend. He watches you for a moment. Uh, can you make me a will save? Ooh. Uh, 60. You feel something tingle against your mind for a moment. But it does not appear to have any effect on you. Right. He nods slowly. Very well. Then I hope to see you tomorrow to show you that the will of your people to show you publicly where the will of your people lies. Rawr! Goes the crowd again. Yeah. Alright. And he steps down and yeah. off. Yeah. Um, assuming you don't want no, to poke no. this any further. No, we'll, we'll, we'll roll into we'll roll into the night. Yep. So... I, I will, however, um, ask you to take a certain squeaking when it comes to the actual debate part because uh, I feel he's going to provide a circumstance penalty. Quite all right. Um, so, unless we want to put him in his plate, and of course he's uh, really happy to cuddle him. Yep. So tomorrow rolls round. Yep. Um, the crowd is out in some force. Yes. Um, Corwin and Bryn are in the back here. Um, Michaela is not present. Um, and you, Tristan is dressed in his regal finery. Of course he is. That's exactly what we want to be wearing um, at this point. You've, you've literally had an argument with him this morning about whether or not you want to present that sort of image. And yes. he says that, you know, clothes make the man style thing. Yes, but they make you look like a noble. And they're already having problems with us for being nobles, which is particularly ironic in my case. But, you know... You actually are an noble. Oh, fine. I couldn't get you out of it when you were walking around bandit country. I suppose I knew it was a lost cause. Blooming Bravoyan fashions. And <laughs> don't worry. I'll I'll take care of this. We'll we'll talk through our problems with this man. We'll have an open dialogue, and it'll all come. It'll it'll all resolve well. You'll see. Yep. All right. Honesty and integrity versus. Um, uh, that's honesty and political intrigue. 
All right, so Kalen will have taken some trouble over his appearance. He will be wearing his crown, mm-hmm. and he will have actually got himself some civilian attire. Yeah. Because he doesn't own any. Yeah. Yep. He only Trivia has... Requires, huh? He doesn't want to wear his... Own, uh, uh, um, he, he doesn't want to wear his noble outfit, and he doesn't actually have civilian clothes, and he doesn't want to wear his leather armor either. So he is wearing his nice civilian outfit, which occurred to him he could also go on... That used to go on dates. Mm-hmm. With. So it is not... It is not anything that is particularly horribly expensive, nor is it super remarkably cheap. Hey, Tristram's got the Kingdom card. Yes, and and it's highly applicable anyway, because it's the card of camaraderie and and, um, groups together things. I've got the courtesan. Political intrigue. Yeah, Yeah. it's awesome. I've been been watching it ever since I picked it up. I'd argue with. Um, So, yes, so Caelan looks... Unusually down, tr- you know, d- not particularly fancily dressed for a king, but he is wearing his crown. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as 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 for a date with Gillian, he's really made an effort to actually brush his hair properly and have a decent side and have a, an actual thorough bath, as opposed to his usual. You know, he's not he's not precisely dirty, but he's not not particularly well groomed as a rule. Whereas here, he's clearly made an effort. Mm-hmm. So basically. He's endeavoured to be as nice looking as possible while still selling the not a noble card, and then naturally he's walking in. To, he's walking in next to Mister Jules, but Mister Jules at least also has functioning um, bard skills. Okay. So the basic theory here is, is Gregory will make three arguments, and you make, make three, three rebuttals. rebuttals yep. Sweet. Um, so I figure I'll you role play, I'll role play, yeah. and then we'll make those rolls. So he says, "My people, I would like to thank you. I I, I would like to thank King Caelan very much for finally agreeing to hear our words. You know, Rah, goes the girl to stand up and confront us, not as he would confront not not as he would confront any monster or bandit, but as he would confront concerned citizens of this town." to hear our words, to reassure us that he has the situation under control. Mm-hmm. 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 Comes from the crowd. And for there is much to be there is there is much to talk about. There is much we need to be concerned about for this kingdom. My friends, my friends, I am concerned for our future. What will come of our future? That is what I would like to know. I am concerned about those who lead our kingdom and the direction that they lead it in. I am concerned about the backroom deals we have made here. Concerned about babies' vomiting. (laughs) See, this is why I'm giving you the circumstance bonus. Mm -hmm. I am concerned about the... (laughs) Sorry, I'm concerned about babies' vomiting on it. He says, I am concerned about the, and then pauses, things that make up our royal council. (laughs) Is this what you signed up for, people? You were given a promise of a new life out here, a new opportunity to build, to grow, to become a strong kingdom. And yet, what do we have here? Who are our citizens? Cobalts goes up from the crowd. This chief Sootscale, a savage barbarian cobalt, sits in judgment of you. 
enforces your laws upon you. This entity, this thing from beneath tunnels, that in any civilized kingdom would be treated as a monster and driven out, you, your king welcomes in not only as a citizen, but places in a position of power over you to lead you. Do you want your king? Do you want your world? Your world decided, your future decided by kobolds and by creatures like golems and fey and other such things. Will you let this stand? I came to this kingdom to build a strong human kingdom, not to be overrun by the very monsters that we have tried to drive out of the stolen lands by inviting them in to undermine us from within. Give us the crowd. We cannot allow ourselves to be exposed to these terrible influences, even if our king demands it over our best judgment. Rawr, goes the crowd. He steps steps back from this. Like obviously his speech goes on for yeah, significantly yeah, yeah, longer, yeah. but you're getting the, the the RP version. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm getting in the zone. Yep, yep. Now, my theory here is that Tristram will actually make the oratory much and so, but, I'll make but an you assist. As, you as the player or yep. the person talking. Yeah. I've had dinner with Chief Sootscale at Ailes in the silver, in the, what's it called? Sil- in the silver load mine. Sootscale so, mine. Sootscale mines. And he's, um, he keeps a good table. He's not a barbarian. It's, it's interesting that you'd think he was. It, it's 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 sort of like you've sort of you know all about him, even though I don't think you've ever met him. Would that be because he's a kobold, and that's all you need to know? You look at him, look at his outside. He's a little little lizard fella. That's all you need to know. No need to meet him, get to know him, find out what he's like, see if he actually wants to overrun human civilization, or if he's just living out here in the mine that he's been living in. Think for fifty odd years or so. Some might say that's his mind. He hasn't been attacking people, hurting people. He's just been living here what? in this kingdom before it was a kingdom. Before we showed up, it's one thing if you've got trolls rampaging around, killing citizens to kill them. But it's another thing to come in and dispossess people who've just been living here in peace. And yeah, I do call them people. I've been out here meeting them. Talking to him. Um, I don't think I know it's a stretch granting them rights. Common human thing would be to just take over, take all the stuff and kill them off, drive them out. But it's an interesting thing to do when you think about it, to say that it's our land and not theirs. I don't think it's right. I know it's tough. They're not all people. Dealing with the people who aren't, aren't necessarily like us is, is tough. Uh, the Fae aren't always easy to understand. And not just because you don't necessarily speak their tongue. They, they do odd things and they play pranks and they can cause some trouble. Some of them are downright monstrous and dangerous, but so are some people. Uh, the kobolds I've met have been nice enough, but I know well enough there's others that cause trouble. 
treating them as citizens is a gamble. It is a bit of a risk. But I think it's the right thing. To, I think it's the right thing to do. And I think in the long term, what they bring in will make us a stronger and better and more interesting kingdom. And finally, I would say, as a human, you really, really don't know what it's like for people to look at you and decide whether you'll be any good, whether you're a barbarian or a savage, or whether you're a civilized individual, just by looking at you. But I do, and it's not fun. Why, there's even some who've said, just because I'm a half-orc, that I couldn't be a king. Fancy that? I think I suggest you folks think long and hard about what sort of kingdom you want and what sort of people you want to be. Very nice. Huh? All right. Okay. So, um, so based on the tenor of that argument, I want to go with diplomacy and not intimidate because I'm appealing to people's better natures. Yep. Yep. And I would like Tristan to uh, both both him and Tristan are going to be using performer oratory is the best thing, so they, yep. they both get bonuses to them, which essentially negate each other. So. Yep. Okay, and I rolled a ridiculously awesome diplomacy sheet to assist Tristram, so yep. I definitely get, give him a plus two. Alright, so that will give him a 14 plus 8 is 22, 24. Cool. Gregory. Okay, so... And I'm, I'm, I have things that I want to spend on this if it doesn't look like I'm going to win it. Um, so, you you don't get you you haven't succeeded well enough to get a terribly unified crowd response here. Yeah, yeah. Um, you actively hear like the the crowd sort of mulls this over and cheers a bit after his speech and cheers a bit after your yeah. speech and that sort of thing. And you hear like these little debates breaking out throughout the crowd, and the camera zooms in to hear the yeah. the audio coming in. We don't want Fay in our kingdom. Well, what can you expect from a half walk being king anyway? Yeah. You know, and then then you hear from the guy next to him, You shut you shut your mouth. Caelan's been a good king to us, half walk or no. I and he's right. Those kobolds are hard working little fellas. What does it matter what does it matter what colour their skin is style of thing? That's what I'm looking for. Because um, it's a hard thing. You know, I I can't make a case that this is going to be good for the people. It, it's a tough thing that I'm asking them to do. The crowd goes back and forth on this one and the mood of the room seems to be such that, that you have sort of won this point, albeit not by a significant margin. Sweet. I, I am glad to... T- I will take that success gladly. And, and we let, 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 let the crowd die down and let yep. Gregory prepare to make his next argument. Gregory seems to observe that he's lost this one. Yep. And he steps up and sort of raises his hands to the crowd and makes a slight shushing gesture, and they do indeed calm down yep. for a minute or two and, and cool down. And he's... I think we can all agree that King Caelan and Lord Thorn and, and Lord Thorn speak elegantly and clearly believe they have the best interests of the people in mind with the decisions they have made. And, you know, there's there's a good bit of nodding and agreement to this from pretty much everyone. Says, but we need to ask ourselves not just what sort of decisions are being made, but what sort of men are making them. And there's sort of confused noises from the crowd. It is one thing for a king to fail and make bad decisions. We have all made decisions we regret at some point in our past. No one expects perfection 
even of the king. Yeah. He says, leaving this undertone of, well, yeah, okay. Kings need to be more perfect than other people, yeah, yeah. which is fair. But we must be concerned about certain moral failings of the king. And there's lots of, huh? Yeah. Kaelin's yeah. face, because he's not a particularly subtle guy, expresses yeah. a total blankness, like, what the fuck? Yeah. What and, have I done? And, I haven't done anything. What have I done? You, you will notice that, that Grigory, um, well, he is openly facing the crowd at this point. He's moving his body around slightly, so he's facing the crowd from this side where he can keep an eye on you yeah. as he talks. Um, he says, My people, like so many of you, I am a loyal follower of the great hunter, of Aristotle, the god of communities, the foundation of places like this. Ah, you know, lots of nodding general agreement to this style of thing. And yet I cannot help but wonder if our king, who is such a follower of Aristotle, and he looks at you with your your amulet, um, if our king is such a follower of Aristotle, why it is that even though we are founded here in Elkshrest on an ancient temple to Aristotle, why it is that our plans are for construction for a temple to Abadar instead? It <laughs> goes up from the crowd. Yeah. Is it a sign of the? Is it a sign of where the king's truth faith lies in profit and gold and trade? I do not say that Abadar has no place in the community, but. Who will be put first? And more importantly, why does our king say one thing and yet intend another? And he, he again looks at the holy symbol and you know, rah, rah, rah. And he says, but I suppose we cannot expect all that much. Of, I suppose we cannot expect all that much of him. After all, King Caelan is correct. He did not come down here intending to be king. It was an expedition sponsored by Bravoy, was it not? He looks at you for a sort of vague nod. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of common knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Kevin will be like, yeah, give him an expression which says, yeah, what's your point? An opportunity for House Thorn. Hmm. There are some who would say it is an opportunity for House Thorn to erect a new kingdom to stand against the Sotovas. Those people who have ruled us so wisely and well in Bravoy for so long. Okay, he's got some real political knowledge behind this yep, one. Yep, and there's some, there's some general nodding from the crowd. And yet, we can clearly see this did not happen, for through whatever machinations, Lord Tristan remains merely the Magister. Well, strangely, his would-be bodyguard has become king. One wonders what pressures he brought to bear here, and one wonders what pressures he has brought to bear Elsewhere, It is clear that Caelan's wishes, whatever they are, become law here. How else would one explain General Akeros in this yeah. from the crowd? A former bandit, and a man who I understand is wanted for serious crimes, goes up from the crowd. And yet he stands between you and any who would invade your kingdom. Not where he should be in jail and he's getting very animated yeah. now so he's going to bounce up and down his chin does the little because he's kind of fat and, and he says, but what can we expect from a king as he gets very worked up who not only morally fails his own people but morally fails his own god for I have heard that there is a woman whom some of you know by the name of Svetlana 
Oh, Svetlana Levitin, and there's from the crowd, who bears a child, not of who bears a child, bore a human child, despite being married to a dwarf, goes up from the crowd, a child, I am told, who has distinctly orcish features, and there's a lot of from the crowd at this point. Um, he says, with so many of these little moral failings adding up against him. How can we rely on our king's good judgment? How can we rely on him and his good judgment having our best interests in mind when we cannot rely on even his morals to keep to the very code that he claims to serve of the God that he claims to worship? Dun, dun, dun. Oh. He backs down his, and the crowd goes quite quiet. <laughs> Yeah. Like they're hanging off his words, but but they clearly recognize like, oh, that was that was quite, you know, he was pushing at that one. Yeah. So Caleb will get up, and this time there's a measurable difference in his tone yeah, and posture. Gregory, Gregory steps away from you, makes make like very obvious effort to keep more than a sword length between Heather and Heather. Yeah. I tell you honestly, there are times it's a right pisser to be a king. Because if we were just men, and it, two of us in a bar, and you'd said that of me, I'd fucking break it. I'd, bl- I'd bloody well break a table over your uh, 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 head. You've no right to say such of me. You've no right to say such of a good woman. And it's nothing more than defamation, and you're taking a cowardly and you're taking cowardly advantage of my unwillingness to silence you by force. That's what you're doing, and there's no no mistaking it. For if I weren't a king, if I were but a man, I could answer, I could um, challenge you to a duel for what you've said, and I'd wipe the bloody floor with you, so I would. And it's what you'd have coming. You've been, uh, and uh, you've been, fr- you've been more than free to make a k of uh, my repression and such. But the truth is, if it was a repressive kingdom, we a word, you'd never have come here, and you'd never have so much opened your mouth. From a repressive kingdom who would have had your head clean off your shoulders before you got the first syllable out of your gob. Uh, if we were a repressive kingdom, you'd never have come here in the first place and said it, because it's not a brave man that you are, and you wouldn't have said it if you thought you could get away, if you thought there was any danger of me being able to take take town for it as you rightly deserve. It's plain and simple, folks. You can trust me or you don't. Uh, you trust, but I'll tell you uh, to your faces. It's no damn business of yours, or or, or is what she's doing and who she's doing it with. It's no damn business of yours. Why why is it your business who who how she conducts her affairs? Why is it any place that you should be sticking your noses in? And that's all I'm going to say on that subject because it should never have been brought up. It's got no place in the discussion of kingdoms, and you should be bloody ashamed to have opened your gob on it. And I'm going to just at that point stare at him yeah. and just look at him like, like hell. Now, as to Aristotle, I love him like a father. And it's not really a father I had. He means a very great deal to me. And we will have a temple and we'll have it in the site that we built it on. And it will be a good one. But just because I follow Aristotle and just because I think he's a good, ma- he's a good god doesn't mean I want him to be the only one in the kingdom. And... Um, We'll have a temple to Abadar, and we'll have a shrine to Serenray, and maybe a temple to Verazma, the Lady of the Waves, if we can scrape together the cash, cash for it. 
because I want this to be a place where we can worship all the good gods and where people are free to do as they like and say as they think. Thank but there is something, but a, a freedom of speech is a job that cuts two ways. Is and it's your responsibility to be as careful with your words as you are with your as you are with your fists and your sword because they can be just as dangerous. People have feelings, and swords and and what's said can't be unsaid. I'll ask you to conduct yourself with a bit more manners, and think of the public and the people, and th- think of what it is that you say and how you say it. Because you shouldn't have said it. It was the wrong thing to have done. You should be ashamed of yourself. And I'm going to roll intimidate. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an interesting argument. I mean, he's preaching about your morality by picking on all your weak points. Yeah. So that's a that's a 29. All right. Um, yeah, because Caitlin gets it, so it's a plus two to intimidate. So it, it, it's um, it should be clear at this point, Caitlin is absolutely saying, you know, I, I would beat the holy living snot out of you for, the, for what you just said, and I'd be right to. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, this this gets you know modulated. Yeah. By Tristan, you know, I think we can all agree that a man has a right to defend his reputation, yeah. style thing, and rah rah rah. Yeah, I think, um, and I think. I'll let Tristram speak out about the him versus me being king thing yeah. because I can't really I can say I didn't pressure Tristram, yeah. but then Tristram Tristram, Tristram can say can say can I, say much more convincingly. I, I have made my own choices about who, you know, and in my judgment, you know, King and in, in my judgment, Caelan is a better king than I. I'm a man of learning, you know, but I'm not a man of the people and rah rah yeah. rah 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 style of thing. Um, and yes. Ooh, that's going to be right down to the wire, isn't it? Uh, so that is 30. Yep. Uh, no, 31, sorry, given your age. Um, so my age should be a plus 2, not a plus 1. Yes. So 20 plus 9 plus 2, yep. 31. 31, right yep, quite, quite right. I'm just confused because you said 20, 30, and th- no, 31, not 29, no, 31. Uh, which will fail. Ooh, okay. I, I, I want to put something into that. Um, the, the crowd, you, you seem to have actually lost the crowd quite substantively to the extent that a couple of people actually get up and start moving towards the stage. You're not marching on Gregory, but they're clearly concerned it's going to happen. Yeah. Alright, so... When you threaten them, people jump up to do something about this. Yep. So at this point, there is absolutely no point in re-rolling it, because that's as good a result as you're ever going to get. So it's whether you want to put extra D6s or D8s or whatever into it. Yeah, so can I have the tarot card thingy? Yes, you can. Although, um... It's Tristan's primary role, so... Yep. So it would be one of Tristram's cards. I just want to look at what it is that the publican does. Uh, it's the card of fuzzy, fuzzy, fuzzies. No, where's the hero point thing here? It is. Uh, so, the one you want here is add... Um, add, 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 a D6 add D8s or D6s to the yeah. role. Um, so are any of those... What's Tristram's attribute? He doesn't have any of his attribute cards, does he? I don't believe... No, his attribute is charisma, the usual yeah. one. Um, the publican 
is represents fellowship, camaraderie, and a place of refuge for those in need. A figure of surprising insight into the situation. Yeah, no, so it's not at all applicable here. Um, the... I don't think the fiend or the queen mother are at all relevant. The queen mother is the personification of knowledge who is fond of the powerless, the underclass, and those who show respect for her knowledge. Mm. Yeah, no, I don't think it's a good enough fit. And the fiend is completely um, held uh, elsewhere. Yeah. Alright, I think... Um, because I can't Whatever Gregory is, he's certainly not a dark creature who devours masses of yeah. the innocent. So, and I can't... Do, I, the court- courtesan can't be a pertinent card because Tristram is the primary and it's my card, not his. Correct. Right. Um, so I think I will get Tristram to throw the fiend into yep. it and just get a straight d6 re-roll. Yep. There. Aim for at least failing by... Oh, that's a good start. And the crowd seems very torn on this point. Um, you've, you've definitely lost them with threatening him. Yeah. Um However, you know, the, and and you you hear from from amongst the crowd, you know, I I I heard I heard I heard the kid was a human too. No doubt she's sleeping around behind behind Aldrich's back, but with him, huh? Really? <laughs> you know, there's, there's this sort of brief debate about whether you're sufficiently attractive to yeah. land a woman like Svetlana's style of thing, which will no doubt freshen Caleb's mood nicely. Yeah, you sit up on the stage and growl. And then, you know, well, that's be- you know, and then you hear, well, that's between him, that's between him and Aristil. We have to get that temple built. We made a- we made agreements. We have to keep them. We needed the money to get started. You know, we need the we need the trade too. What's this? All- what's what's all this about Acheros? Sounds like made up stories to me. Sorry. Um, and the crowd is really torn on this because you're only just succeeding on these various things. Yeah. Um, however, you will get that one as well. Excellent. <laughs> yep. Good for good stuff. And I'll. All right. So. Yeah. No, that's all right. I can hear his argument and then make the decision because I could be the primary rather than Tristram and throw the court of sand into the mix. Yes. You could. But no, that's right. I'll I'll count on the third one being able to use the publican. That's right. Okay. Oh, I should have thought if I was going to use two of Tristram. That's all right. I can always supplement Tristram's cards if it's, I need to take it out again. It's fine. This is a good thing for him to be doing. Yeah, it really is. Okay. So and then we'll Caitlin will like visibly sit his ass down and shut the fuck up and like refrain, try and tone down the growling and threatening at this point because it probably wasn't the super diplomatic thing to do, but he just kind of did it on instinct. Yeah, right. So he's already lost two out of three. Yeah. Um. So, now it must be time to cheat. Yep! <laughs> um, can you and Tristan both make me a will save? Plus four to this. People fail. Ooh, it's 18. You will pass. Okay. Um, is it, like, can I, I, I might want Tristan to re-roll his will save. Um, is that something I can, like, but I don't want to be super much can even find out what uh, it does then. Well, I'll give you Gregory's speech first. Anyway, yeah. Because he, he stands up and talks at least. Yeah, yeah, sweet. So give me Gregory's speech. Let's. Um, and 
says, and he, and he and he stands up and you know again stay away from him. He says, "Very well, we will not hear any more of the king and the king's dirty laundry in public. Nor will we speak of the various the various women he is associated with." I. I I wish to apologize for Svetlana if she if if she feels that I have maligned if I yeah, sorry if she feels that I have maligned her good name she's not here of course because yeah. she lives in the other village entirely yes. if, she, if I wish to apologize to Miss Leverton if she feels I have maligned her good name when as as pe- as you quite as you people quite rightfully point out the attention should be focused. On the other wo- on the other foreign woman <laughs> in King Kalen's life, huh? um, <coughs> it's right. You are problems, hey Moogie. Come here. Oh. Right. What was his third point? Um, Let us speak no more of the moral failings of the king. Let us instead look at our own country. Look at the pla- look at how it is developing. What has happened here in this kingdom? Can you not see that even if the king intends well, even if he conquers his, even if he can somewhat conquer his innate orcish nature and cease from inviting monsters into the kingdom and consorting and taking these women against their will. <laughs> there's, and there, there, there's a, um, there's a, there's a, as he hits the second point of that, there's an audible growl from Calvin, which is unable for repress. Should we not be concerned about what his lack of experience and the lack of experience of his counsellors have brought out to this kingdom? I have mentioned Akaros, and I believe, I firmly believe we should be concerned, we should be finding out what this man is wanted for, and if necessary, bringing him to justice. We should be concerned about the citizens among you who are also criminals, and there's a, and the crowd sort of looks at each other, very confused by his point at this stage, you know, um, let us think about the, so let, let us think about the large halfling population we have here, and people, you know, look around, plenty of halflings in the crowd. Yep. Yeah. Let us consider what this has meant for our trade with the great city and nation of Katapesh across oh, the sea. Oh, I'm going to have fun with this one. Um, let us consider what this means for our economy. For are we not concerned? After all, whenever we try and strike a blow against the wilderness, whenever we try and build trade in the city, something brings it to a, scre- a screeching halt. We send caravans to Mimon and they are raided endlessly by bandits, bandits that our king is impotent to oppose before all our wealth is taken away from us. Where we could have profitable trade with Katpesh, instead we choose to reject them in favour of harbouring criminals from their city and goes up from the crowd again Um, the one wonders how many other criminals are concealed against how many other criminals are concealed among our councillors that how many of them were formerly bandits, ne'er-do-wells and others 
seeking to escape their life of crime and hide behind a shield of you good citizens. The crowd, <laughs> style thing. Um, are you not concerned about this? Do you not care that the people who are leading you may be planning to knife you in the back? That the worship of Norberger is encouraged in this kingdom, that spies and thieves and assassins are openly encouraged to roam, knowing that they will not be brought to justice, knowing that there is no jail even within this kingdom <laughs> to contain them. Alright, I'm just going to... Uh, I just want to take notes. He's bringing up a bunch of different things. Uh, he's pretty much done it. Oh, okay, cool. The, the, jails, the, the jails, the conclusory note? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. At which point, can you roll me a sense motive check? Because of my war inspiring sense motive, you mean? Yep. Three. Okay. So, Tristan seems to be um, quite taken in by his points to the point where, you know, when you go to, like, elbow him and get up his turn of talk, he sort of just kind of shrugs you off a bit and yep. keeps looking at Grigory. Cool. So, he's not going to be doing anything this round. Sweet. So, I'll. I'll take that and make a, um, let's see, I'll take that and just do the best I can myself, I think. Yep. Um, alright, so, it's just a shame, because I really want the publican for this one, mm-hmm. so that's alright. Um, said that, because you've put me on solid ground, and I thank you for it. What Caterpish practices is, my friends, is slavery. What they want to trade with us is slaves. The reason they don't want to trade with us is because we don't harbor slaves. Now, that may well be a profitable business, and if you look at it strictly from the person who's who's selling and buying them, and not for the person who's from the perspective of the folks that have been one, and it may be a very good way of making money, but it's not what I hold with. And I don't think we should, pro- uh, uh, and I think we should steer clear of it, myself. Elf, we deal profitably enough uh, w- with folks, Oaks, and I'm all for trade and the like. Eek, eek. But I'm not sorry the kingdom outlaws slavery, and I don't think you should be either, because it protects us all. Oh, now, when it comes to pe- various people's backgrounds, and it's true enough that there's people ill in the kingdom who've done things that they regret. It. The, um, we've tried to make it clear in our laws was that if you want to try and reform yourself and turn your life around, you get a second chance. Our own Gregory here mentioned that people have made mistakes that they're not proud of. Perhaps that um, you folks in the audience uh, are all such remarkably law-abiding citizens that you've never done anything that you're ashamed of and regret. It. I myself never broken the law. But uh, 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 I've done things that I regret, and I expect most of us have. There's a lot to be said for getting a chance to start over and make things right. Eight, and it's what I believe in. It's what I believe in, and I think it makes good sound sense. As for there being no jail in this town, if I had built one, you'd be accusing me of using it to lock up people with, via my cruelly repressive policies. So I think. I that, see you understand where this is going. <laughs> so I think um, uh, we'll just state that it seems, aims I can't win for losing with you. Oh, oh! I don't think that's a coincidence. 
I don't think it's a coincidence that your last posting was Fort Drelev, and I don't think it's a coincidence that there's nothing that I've done and since I got here that you do like. That's pretty much Drelev's position. And if we're to talk of backroom dealings, he's a man who's an eye for the main chance, and he doesn't want one kingdom when he could have two. And I, I'd caution you all to keep your eyes on... If you want to build a future for this kingdom to keep your eyes on, on each other and on yourselves and to watch out for trouble from Fort Drelev, because it's my belief that it's come in one way or another. I'd be more than happy eh, to have peace and prosperity and to not make trouble with anyone, but I don't believe that he's of the same mind. And Now, Al, I've had a lot of criticism of what I've done wrong, and it's fair enough. I'm new to the kingdom game. It's not anything I ever thought I'd be doing with my life. With my life, and my back's broad enough to bear correction. And you want to, um, you have a problem with me. You're welcome to tell me to my face. I'll tell you honestly. I've got a bit of a temper on me. And if you want to cast aspersions on a, a woman in my company, maybe you'd better think twice about that. But if you're just sad and worried about, and you're feeling you've got problems, I'm more, I'm all ears. I'm interested. But let me tell you what I see. Let me tell you about what I think our future is. I want to see the temple of Verisel built in the old land where it used to be. And I want to see the Elkrest grow into the great city it was meant to be, where there's space for all and room for all to prosper. I want to build a new village down south over where this old stag lives for war and call it Lakeview and build it up good and prosperous. I want to see us mining silver out of the cobalt, uh, with the cobalt out of their silver mine, and, and growing farms on the land and spreading out. There's a lot of this country. It's a great country. It's a beautiful land. There's a chance for all of us, us here. But we're a little kingdom and we're fragile and we don't have that much money to throw around. This is all going to only. There's nothing I can do unless you do it with me. There's nothing I can give you unless you're prepared to work as hard as I am. And I am working bloody hard, and I think you all are too. I'm damn proud that you gave this a go, that you came down south and you were prepared to throw your lot in. Because it took courage. I hope that you'll give me a chance and you'll work with me to make this the great kingdom I think it can be. And I hope you remember that Aristotle teaches that the community's about us all working together, not letting someone drive us apart. Now, thank you very much for listening. And I'll give you all a good night. And I will roll a diplomacy check. Tristan does nothing. And then I shall probably re-roll a diplomacy check. Yeah, there's absolutely no point in you doing so. Okay, there's no way I'm going to make this. The crowd completely ignores you. Yep. Um, Like, literally, while you are talking, they are debating Gregory's points. Yep, that's fine. Um, And... What's this about Akron's being a criminal? You know, and we do seem to have an awful lot of halflings here. You know, should we be concerned, style of thing? Yeah. You know, what does this mean? Well, they're obviously not slaves. You know, well, they wouldn't be, would they? Not if they were here. You know, do you think he stole them from Catapash or something? Yeah. You know, rah, 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 rah. And when you finish speaking, you come back and sit down, and Tristan immediately says to you, you know, I'm I'm quite concerned about the economy. It is sort of my job to be concerned about it. And I think Gregory has a lot of good points. We should listen to him. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just the crowd just blows you off entirely. For yeah. The third one. However, um, after a few more minutes of the crowd sort of rrr, 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 like yeah. it's not like a formal debate where they yeah. stand up and announce who won style thing. They murmur rrr, rrr, amongst themselves, and then you know you hear from you hear from one of the blacksmiths in the crowd call calls out. You know what, Mister Gregory, I think we'll take Kincaid. I think we'll take Kincaid and. Or what's and all, and you know, ah, it goes up, goes up with the crowd. I don't think, I don't think we need your kind here stirring up trouble. Stagthorn ain't perfect, but it's what we've got. And rah, goes up from the crowd again. And Gregory sort of stands up and waves his arms, and says, "You know, my people, my people, boo! You know, I, I simply wish they get off the stage. We don't <laughs> want to hear you talk anymore." Rah, 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 style of thing. And eventually, he he sort of raises his arms and he says, "You know." I, I can see that I will not be allowed to speak here. You know, I am clearly being driven off by the repression of the king. And ooh, ooh, <laughs> the crowd sort of boos yeah. him. And protesting and spluttering, he leaves the stage. Excellent. And returns to presumably his room in the inn. Yeah. And the crowd, you know, debates amongst themselves, but the mood of them clearly seems to be, generally speaking, you've won. Yeah. Not everyone's happy, obviously. Yeah. I'll buy everyone a round of drinks. Mm-hmm. Thick the weed. And get drunk. And I won't get drunk, but I'll have a drink or two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then quietly have a conversation with Tristram <laughs> about um, whether he still whether he still consi- thinks Gregory has a good point. Well, yes, a few of them, vaguely. He did seem like a very impassioned speaker, didn't he? Yeah, suspiciously impassioned, really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you were failing that. Yeah. Because <laughs> right. I've got five ranks in diplomacy, it was a character decision. Alright. Yes, unfortunately, the, the guy who could tell you what spells he might or might not have been casting I mean, was failed. under the thrall. Yeah, failed as well said. Yeah, no, that's alright. She suspects as well said is probably worse than yours. Well, mine's a five. Yeah. Because I've got, because um, I had to take Iron Will. Yes, because you've got Iron Will, it yeah. makes you willier. Yes. Tristan hmm? is insufficiently willful. Insufficiently willful, even though he's a bard. What do you think about that, Luke? Do you want to be a bard when you grow up? I want to split up on Denny. Yeah, you gave me such an opportunity. I certainly did. Walked around and did that. So, uh, you appear to have won the, the renown of the crowd. Yeah. And well, Gregory still seems to have his still spirit, have various friends and people around yeah. willing to listen to him. He appears to have lost a lot of credi- his credibility by failing yeah. this public debate, essentially. Yeah. So he's not going to evaporate into the sun. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but that's fine. Kalen um, yeah. will write a letter of apology to Oleg and Svetlana that they've been dragged into his nest, yeah. essentially. Yes, yeah. you've doubtlessly will be hearing soon. That yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. And. Um, you know, regrettably, he's unable to publicly be, to, to beat the living snot out of the guy. But if there's anything else he can do for them, he's glad. Be very glad to. That evening, stuff happens. Oh. Um. Uh, first comes knocking at your door again. Okay. Like middle of the night style of thing. Yep. Kaylin will stagger up, leather armor, open the door. Kaylin, wake up! It is first. Uh, open, opens the door. First, what's the matter? It has been reported to me that Gregory has been murdered. Oh, bloody hellfire. You have been sighted as been seen at the scene. 
I was here. I had three drinks at the pub and then I came home and went to bed. Who said they've seen me? Please come with me. Ah, okay, yep. And he will indeed take you off and you, you get the gist of where this is going. Yep. Um, basically, um, the you, you get told by first that the innkeeper heard... Uh, heard Grigory scream, No, no, don't shoot me! Um, and then, you know, there was a scream and a thud. Yeah. Um, and when he went up into the room, Grigory was gone. There was a bloody arrow stuck in the wall. Um, and that you have been seen stalking outside his window for several minutes, like on the street, <coughs> for yeah. several minutes beforehand. Yeah. With your bow and arrow in your hand. Yeah. Which... As far as you know, you weren't there. You yep. were home in bed. Yeah. Also, frankly, anyone who would assess that, um, you know, it's like, yeah, because of Kaelin's stealth, well-known stealth and Wago fucking long proficiency. Yeah, <laughs> if I was like, going to murder him, I'd have beheaded him with my great Like, you were seen out yep. in the street. Uh-huh. I um, sure I was. First has interviewed several witnesses who can confirm they yep. have seen you standing out there. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Grigory's body, however, is not there. There's yep. merely, you know, some blood and... Yep. So, um, is first endeavouring to arrest me? No. Right. Um, for one thing, he says to you... He, he, he says to you... These, this sequence of events seems unlikely to this unit. Also in, also, in the event that you are guilty, I am unable to arrest you. You are the king. It is... You, it is by your authority that people are executed within the kingdom. Right. <laughs> he, he is literally not prepared to arrest you even if you've done it. Yeah. yeah. However, you should be aware that this will likely have repercussions repercussions amongst the people even if you get away with the crime. Aye. Well, I didn't do it, but obviously me investigating it is going to create something of a conflict of interest. Um... Let, all right, let's wake up some people and ask what the legal protocol is here. Mm-hmm. So basically, once we've woken up, I, I want to wake up the party and first. Mm-hmm. And well, first is awake or doesn't yep. sleep, obviously. Um, so basically, what I want to ask here is, I want to immediately begin investigating this crime. Yeah. And I don't want to personally do it because yep. um, it seems. Uh, so first suggestion yep. is that you take him and a random and a random person of his choosing, like a random townsfolk, around with you on the investigation so that they can see that you're not beating the witnesses style of thing. Sounds great. Um, if we as an elf character suggestion, yep. um, one foot would be the half orc innkeeper. Because he's like a witness, and it's a fun, it's yep, a fun yep. choice. You know, he's someone who's already got a defined personality. I can't yep. remember his name. Shump. Shump. That's it. Shump. Uh, I knew. I knew it was a distinctive name. I just couldn't remember it. Yeah. So, um, all right. So. Yeah, I mean, he's also a witness, but you know, he can testify that. He, that well, he can be a witness end to end. So, um, and then I want to take Bryn out because she did such a great job on the last murder investigation. Yep. Very wise. Yeah, but the thing is, um. Like Bryn and Kalen, Bryn and Kalen will, uh, I believe, will locate the nefarious people who really did whatever this was. Mm-hmm. Um, but we really need something other than and then Bryn come and Kalen come back and discover that independently they've investigated and it totally wasn't Kalen. You can trust them. Okay. So first has basically already done the um, the basic 
witness gathering and things yeah. to confirm something actually happened. Um, yeah. Multiple people have seen you out in the street. Yeah. Like, there was clearly something there. The, it's not just a matter of paid-off witnesses or whatever. Right, so something that looked like me was out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, for the rest... Ah! Um, for more information on that score, yep. you may roll the gather information check. Yes. Uh, so murder investigation. Um, I've got four in it. What difference? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. She endeavours to help. Yeah. She succeeds in helping. That's with a natural great. twenty. Good for her. Um, I also rolled extremely well. Um, Twenty-three plus two is twenty-five. Lovely. Can I get some assistance? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's an especially big sick up, isn't it, Mister Man? It's time for Daddy to have a new shirt. All good? Okay, so... You and Bryn go asking around for people. Um, You find, basically, about five different witnesses who have seen you. Yeah. Um, You don't think... There's no particular evidence of collusion amongst them. Yeah. Nothing about what you know of them suggests they've been paid off or anything like that. Yeah. They all definitely saw something, and... All of them um, describe the same thing. You dressed in your plate mail, um, wandering, basic, basically sort of prowling, not not in a stealthy way, but just working back and forth yeah. outside the end window. Yeah. Um, Gregory's room is up on the second floor, so you've sort of been walking back and forth in this little bit of the street, yeah. looking up at it. Just in a relatively tiny section, like walking back the same 10, 15 feet, several yeah. times um, then however there's a couple of things that strike you as slightly odd about it yeah. um, everyone describes you as having a short bow instead yeah. of the long bow that you actually possess Yeah. Um, and nobody's seen you fire they've just seen you outside the window yeah um, at, uh, at you know, various points. Yeah. Sort of menacing around. And then you're gone. <coughs> yep. Um, so, uh, and none of them also seem to be able to give, give a particularly good description of where you went. You just kind of wandered around the corner and then were gone. Mm. So secondly, yeah, gonna go up and have a look in the in room. Um, I think I'd like to begin by taking a look at the area where I was walking around. Yeah. Um, oh, specifically, I want Bryn to take a look. Very wise. Was anyone walking there? She looks at the ground. Mm. Ah, and pulls out her new um, her new toy, which is her... Oh, um, yeah, her new monocle. Hmm? Yes, her, her monocle of searching, or whatever mm-hmm. it is, that gives her a plus five to tracking checks. Awesome. Um, and indeed makes a tracking check. I can't roll to assist this, can no, I? No, not unless you have track, track as well. Um, however, she will trivially easily succeed at this, because um, there's just mud out here. Um, no, there are in fact absolutely no tracks suggesting that anyone was ever here, let alone <laughs> you, who would leave. You know, she says to you, whatever they saw, not here. Look here, where you stand. Big, heavy boot print. Clunky, large, loud, heavy, <laughs> heavy, loud armor. 
Leaves deep boot print, very obvious. Here, no yeah. footprints. No one walks through here. Not in, not in several hours. What, whatever they saw, not here. I've heard tell. There's magic that can make people see things that aren't really there. Mm, illusions. I think maybe this is something... My theory right now is this is something Gregory organised. That's why no one's seen his body. No proof, but proof of lack of proof. Because, of course, you can't prove they saw an illusion. But... You know, we'll make certain first and the um, innkeeper can see the absence of footprints. They do indeed see this. Shump looks... "Mm, mm." Hopefully we can see the... um, Uh, And and then we will go upstairs and check out his inner room. And Shump gives you his story, which is, of course, he didn't see you. um, But he's very confident that he heard Gregory shout, you know, no, no, don't shoot, arg. Yeah. Um, And then Shump ran up and opened his door, like, maybe 30 seconds to a minute afterwards, type of thing, and found Arrow, no body, um, basically had a quick look around for murderers or corpses. Um, then shut the door and went and got first. Yeah. And I will, at this point, commend him for doing that. Yeah. And when he opens the door again, he takes a quick look around and confirms, as far as he can see, it looks the same as it did a couple of hours ago. Sweet. Um, right. And when you go in and rummage his room... Yes. Uh, can you give me a search check plus your base attack bonus? I certainly can, but we do write some lemons and chocolate. Oh, ah, yes. Well, thanks. Lamington. Those look particularly reflective. Well, I figure break off a bit, and if you yeah. don't like it at all, you can uh, give the respect to me. Uh, bizarre. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You mm-hmm. may definitely have the wrist. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tastes like Lamingtons. Yep. That's certainly good effort. So... Um. Search plus base attack. Mm-hmm. Alright. now because she gets a bonus to search as well. Gets a 22 or. <laughs> and, um. Kaelin gets a 9 plus base attack is, um. 13. Covering the braces and Bryn will make another track check. Okay, so. The two of you look around the room. Um. She. Looks to you. She says, you go over and look at this arrow stuck in the wall. It is vaguely at the right direction for someone having fired up through the window. Um, the windows are open, which Shump says they were both times when he came in, um, which explains why there's no smashed glass or lack thereof. But you and Bryn go over, look at this, and she looks to you, mm, angle not right. And you're looking at it and going, yeah, the blood splatter's not right either. She looks at you, you look at her, faked. Mm. Your your exact conclusion is somebody with not terribly large amounts of strength... Um, Chopped the arrow on the wall, tipped some blood on no, the wall... No, 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 has, has actually fired it at very oh, yeah. short range into the wall, um, and then has kind of gone smear, 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 smear with some blood. Mm. Um, however, she, and... When she looks around at the door, she says, she, she says, ah, look here, stirs in the dust. 
big clunky feet here. She looks at Chump, comes in here, goes out here. The footprints go out here. And based on her read of the tracks, Chump opened the door and a guy just walked out of the room. Uh, an invisible person. Yeah, Chump, or that or, either that or Chump's lying. Yeah. Okay, um, sense motive check. By all means. Uh, 15. You would have seen him. Walked right past you. I didn't see anything. Look, what, what are you trying to? What are you trying to pull here? I'd have noticed if he went past me. She hmm. nods. You think he's he's telling the truth as yeah. far as he perceives it. He opened the door. He looked in the room. Gregory wasn't here. She says Gregory walked straight out the door past him. However, the footprints she sees going out match the same man who's been occupying the room for some time. I think he was invisible. Mm-hmm. And when you take a quick, I know magic can do that. When you take a quick search of the rest of the room, um, you find that oddly enough, all of the things that would be of any real value soon seem to have disappeared. There yeah. appear to be a handful of suits of clothing left in the closet that look like the worst of a lot, whereas mm-hmm. all the good stuff is gone. Hmm. The conclusion is kind of obvious. He's um, faked his own murder and bothered. Yeah. Is anyone? Is there any like? I know it's not a. It's medieval universe. Mm-hmm. Is there any way to like, magically analyze the blood? Uh, not that I'm aware of. No. Well, um, or could, you, you get an alchemy. No. That, what I'm thinking of is really DNA test the blood. You, yeah, you, you could you could certainly tell with a heel check in that whether it's um his or yeah. animal blood or whatever. But um, yeah. Even if you could DNA test it, what would it tell you? It's yeah. A, you, like you have no sample to compare it to. Yeah. Okay, so this is your conclusion of what has happened here. Yeah. So Gregory faked his own death and run off in the night. Yep. What do you want to do about it? Um. Yeah. I, I think on the whole publicly announce it, but I'd like to talk to Mikhail first. By all means. Yes, it's, it's whether you want to desperately endeavour to either physically pursue him pursue him via, you know, influence and find out where he went and see if he pops up alive elsewhere. Oh, running him down to Or, um, y- you know, like, the obvious purpose of this is to frame you for his murder. Uh, it looks like it's all been done kind of hastily. Uh, yeah. Actually, I can probably run... There's at least a chance yeah. we can run him down. Brynn indeed finds that finds very easily, because she's got a 20... like, 34 on her tracking check. Yeah. Um, finds his footprints, go downstairs, loses them a bit in the general hubbub, and then finds them again heading out to the inn stables. Yeah. So he went out there, got his horse, then a horse rode off. Sweet. Let's follow that... So I said first that I consider myself to have been cleared at this point based on the evidence that yep. we presented with him and Chum. Yep. Bryn and I are going to run down Gregory and bring him back because at that point he's crossing a line. Yep. So no doubt there's a legal code. No doubt we've got a legal code for um, faking one's death. You are several hours behind him. Yeah. Um, however, as long as you're prepared to pursue him for, you know, a day or two, this yep. kind of thing, you ride him down yep. quite handily. Um... <laughs> You, you do indeed, fine. He's very much alive, you know, yep. on a horse riding. You pretty much ride in when he's in his camp. Yeah. Um, and he sort of sees you looking very distinctly not dead and puts his hands up in the air, <laughs> staring them way away from his weapons. And I... Uh, and, oh, okay, so... Uh, Alright. You're coming back to town with us. We don't have a jail, as you so kindly pointed out, but we do have some cells in the watchtower we can stick you in. It, uh, I was I was merely concerned that, that 
the crowd might become angry with me for, for maligning your good name, my friends. And I, I wanted to get out of town before there was any more trouble and leave nothing to, to disturb you so that your kingdom was at peace. Doesn't that make sense, my friend? And can you and Bryn go both give me a will save? Twenty. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Bryn's is... Uh, 19, because she gets a plus 4 bonus for yes. enchantment effect. Um, you feel a brief passing need to, you know, take into account his feelings, because after all, he is your friend style of thing. Yeah. And then you think, wait, this guy's not my friend. He's an arsehat. Um, at which point, um, his charm person attempts fail, yeah. and you and Bryn trivia. He, he does actually endeavour to vaguely fight you off. Yeah. You and Bryn take him out. There's yeah. no point rolling out the yeah, yeah, yeah. He is a non combatant bard, you will drop him in a heartbeat. Yeah, we, because I brought Bryn, we can yeah, even yeah. do it nice and chill. You knock him unconscious comparatively easily. Yeah. He, he nicks you with his rapier for two points of damage and yeah. we roll on. Yep. Take so we t- we tow him back into town. Yep. Um, Making sure everyone gets a look at him. Yep. Um, and um, yes, <laughs> Gregory, not murdered by me. <laughs> He's not going to be either. Though I admit I'm sorely tempted. <laughs> and what is your attempt with him now? Um, we're going to hold a very public trial. Yep. Um, we're going to um. I'm accusing him of um, defamation and um, endeavouring to frame me for his murder, which I'm pretty confident is some kind of sentence. Yep. Um, but I would imagine that it's not one of the cap- It's not exactly a capital crime. Yeah. Um, the punishment is going to be um, some manner of fine and expulsion from the kingdom of Stagthorn, never ever to return. Yep. So. Because you, you uh, if he can't pay the fine, then we'll just kick him out. Because you you go for a public trial. Um, oh, and um, I'm going to put in some kind of thing about he's not, you know, put in some kind of precautions about him casting mind controlling spells on me, the jury. Because you go for a public trial, Gregory gives this impassioned speech wherein you basically broke into his room, um, beat him bloody. Um, you know, endeavoured to cover up your crimes, um, didn't do so successfully, you know, you know, realising that you were unable to defeat him, you know, he, um, you, thinking the better of your evil plans, you decided that you would, you know, try him publicly and investigate him to, so the town could see that all traitors will be silenced, you know, no one will speak out against the cruel King Caelan style of thing. Yeah. Um, he is still, however, an excellent speaker. Uh, can you make me a loyalty check for the kingdom? Whoops. However, um, all the evidence is heavily accrued in his, in your favour at this point. Can you give me loyalty at a plus eight bonus? Uh, yes, yes I can. Now, I've got two unrest at the moment, so that yep. adds to the difficulty. So I'm aiming for a 31 with a plus eight bonus to my roll. Plus your actual loyalty check. Yeah, obviously. Um, so, uh, stacks and stacks. Yep. Okay. His argument does not find a lot of support. You know, the witnesses confirm they definitely saw you. Tristan stands up and gives him a lengthy treatise on how illusion magic works. Um, Shump confirms basically that, you know, there were no footprints, so what you're saying has a lot of merit. Yeah. Um, Gregory um, really doesn't have a leg to stand on. Yeah. As indeed. Um, You're fine the hell out of him. Yeah. Um, 
he does seem to have a lot of money on him. Oddly enough. Oddly yep. enough. Um, are you, in fact, basically fighting him more or less everything he's got arbitrarily? Uh, no, I think He's got, like, about five grand in gold on him. I think that's a bit on the nose. We'll actually let the magistrate determine how much the amount would be for... What, what an appropriate amount is for his crimes. Yep. Um... We want. I'd like to see a stiff fine. Yeah, it, it is actually considered a fairly serious crime because yeah. if you weren't the king and you were convicted of his murder, they'd hang you. Yeah. So he. It, it certainly. It would be fairly hard to claim he was attempting murder against yeah. you by this very convoluted method. But he's certainly committing all kinds of fraud and yeah. you know, tampering with with the evidence and all this kind of thing. Yeah. Wasting wasting warden's time. Yeah. Um, he does indeed get the crap fined out of him and expelled readily from your kingdom. Yeah. Um, we'll actually do the whole nine yards. We're going to put up posters of Gregory and, you know, if you see this man, report him immediately to the proper authorities. If you so desire, you can interrogate the crap out of him in the process. Um, I think I will sit down with him at least once and see if he wants to, um come clean about who his um, employers yep. are on the basis that if he does so, we'll consider that so considering that against his fine. We'll have Michaela sits in. Yep. Um, we'll have uh, <coughs> <coughs> gather and uh, intimidate, sense motive, then gather information. Intimidate, sense motive, gather information. Okay. Michaela will assist you on intimidating. Cool. More your bag. Yep, it is. 27 plus 2 is 29. Yep. The gather information check. I'll give these to you all at once. Yep. Uh, uh, I would be assisting her despite the fact that I rolled a 20. As it turns out, 20. I rolled a 24, but I wouldn't know when I was going to. Gives her a 28. Yep. So, and since motive... I'm definitely assisting her, except I failed to do so. Uh, gives her 28 as well. Oh, gosh, she's good. Okay, so My team, Tristra, Tristra, Michaela, and Bryn, ladies so and gentlemen, they're awesome. Team investigation. Yeah. Screw the dwarven cleric, he does nothing. <laughs> hey, Corwin's contributed plenty. He's yeah, just, just, just not, not an investigator. Not as it. But Bryn's great at tracking down... Uh, Bryn's great at tracking down burgers. Tristram's great at speaking in public, and Michaela's um, great at the politics. So you ask him a bunch of questions. Michaela goes digging into what yeah. she finds out from him because this circus, you know, takes a couple of weeks yeah. by the time yeah. we all get done with it. Yeah, um, I imagine this will actually go into next month's yes, kingdom. Yes, but you're no longer accruing unrest from him undermining your kingdom. So. Yeah, it doesn't matter so much. Um, you don't gain any unrest for. Um... Oh, that's the other one. Is a straight loyalty check. Okay. Uh, I make it. Okay. You don't gain any unrest for threatening his life in public. Sweet. Um, particularly sort of after the fact, you patch yeah. over the fact that you didn't fake do that. Yeah. Um, Technically, I was threatened to beat the holy living crap out of him. <laughs> but yeah, okay, it wasn't it wasn't very subtle of Caitlin. <laughs> People shouldn't notice the defame Caitlin's friends. Um, so. He, he, as you sort of interrogate him, he starts by telling you that, that he is in fact working for you know parties who are interested in seeing your nation fail. Yeah. Um, when you ask more, when you poke him more about it, he admits that he literally got paid a giant pile of gold yeah. to come in here, enthrall the crowd with his bardic magics. Oh! Yes, there's this spell called enthrall where the crowd has to listen to you over anyone else. Oh yes, there is too. Which is what he was using on round three. Right. It's like, I win, because the crowd literally will not listen to you. Right, that's why there was and no... And if you'd failed the will save as well, you'd refuse to debate him. you just go, 
He's he most brilliant. <laughs> nod, nod, nod. Huh? It's, and the duration is as long as he keeps talking. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, of course, this is exactly the sort of mission you want to be, that Barnes would be much, much better than anyone else. Yeah. Um, he faked his own death entirely of his own rights. Silent image of you wandering outside the window. Invisibility to walk past the keeper. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. Just shooting an arrow at the wall with his own short bow. When I heard the description of the the, the guy put pacing up and down outside, I was like, I bet that's a silent image, not yep. a real guy. I yep. bet he faked his own death. Yeah, because he was literally just watching you, w- watching you out of his end window, yep. going, going Was it a deliberate point that he hadn't necessarily seen me with all my weapons, and that was why he had a short bow rather no, than no, a long bow? No, no, it's because Gregory has a short bow, oh. and he had to fire his own arrow, arrow into the, the wall. wall he was smart. He's smart enough to work out if the, if Caitlin shoots me with a long bow and there's a short bow arrow in the wall. Yeah. So we'll just compromise and have Caitlin with a short bow. Yeah. You know, he could have one. Yeah, yeah. It's more logical than he shot at me with his long bow using a short bow arrow. Yeah, no, no, the, the, I can't argue with that. And the so, thing is, Caitlin is known to possess one of every weapon, so... So, he got paid um, by uh, agents in Fort Drelev, not yep. by Hannes Drelev directly. Right. Um, does he think they were working for Drelev? He does think they were working for Drelev. Because I'm thinking he's probably a relatively smart man yes. with his eyes on the political yes. he, he He is confident that he got paid by Hannah Drelev. Yeah. Um, Michaela, however, when she digs into this, she thinks he's telling the truth about this. He thinks he got paid by Drelev. When she goes digging into it, he didn't. Ah. He got paid by uh, Casturio Irvetti, the Lord of Pytax. Ooh. Through agents working in Drelev's thing to frame Drelev for it. Ooh, interesting. Okay, that's worth knowing. And, and she nods. Clever. Very clever. Exceedingly cheap compared to the cost of an invasion if it would undermine our kingdom enough. Or even push us to go fight, Dr- fight Hannah's Drelev. Aye. Can you, uh... I'll have to have a word with Lillian. We might, um... Write Drell of a little note privately and let him know what they were up to. Indeed. You know, if I were him, I'd want to know. So yeah. So yes. Um. Basically, what I want to do as a result. Okay. So cool. Um. We we find him and kick him out, but we cut the fine in half. Say. Yeah. Um. To reflect his turning king's witness, he still can't ever come back here ever ever again. Rightly so. Um. And then um. We. I will ask Lillian to write a formal, a little formal diplomatic note to Hannah Strelev, but perhaps not pass through standard diplomatic channels on the quiet, mm-hmm. stating, um, I appreciate that you weren't responsible for the recent attempt to undermine my kingdom. Would you like to know who was in Fort Drelev under yeah. your nose? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that you should hate and despise the king of Pytax, I'm just saying that, you know, perhaps we have a common enemy. <laughs> All good. Yes. All right. And that will conclude your kingdom turn. The yes. The is over. Yes. You have foiled the sinister rabble-rouser Gregory. Wow, that was tough. That was... That was, yeah, a, that was meant a, to be. That was a wholly professional attempt to undermine my kingdom. And I, yeah. Okay, so, um... Private... Okay, as we're wrapping up the conversation with him... Yep, yep. Um, it's like, you know... So, that, I think that's everything we wanted to know. Right. Uh, all right. We'll see. We'll we'll have one of the folks see you safe to the borders, minus what minus what you owe, owe us, and call that a done deal. Don't worry, I won't be coming back. I'm I've had quite enough of this place. I'm glad of it. But one man to another, it was a damn professional job. 
He's all awesome. I don't like you better for it, but I can't fault your skills. And yes. I am impressed by his confidence. Yay, rebel rousing. Can, I, can I have a pencil, please? I want to take some notes on what happened. Mm-hmm. He gave you very little unrest in the end. Yes. Yes, but, you know, he hurt Callan's feelings. He's mostly upset about the thing with Svetlana, because the thing yeah. is, after all said and done, you know, Callan's got a broad back, but, you know, that the damage that was done to her reputation can't be undone. Yeah. They'll both move on, but she'll have to live with it. <laughs> well done for not brutally murdering him in this room. 